This dude in London, Ontario named Mike Jack set a chili eating Guinness World Record by gobbling down three of the hottest chili peppers on earth in under 10 seconds. This is the fourth world record that Jack holds for eating chilies. And uh, he said he's all fired up to eat some more. Mm-hmm. How does he handle the heat? Apparently, the one that he ate was the, um, I think it was the California Reaper. Oh, my God. His most recent record was for the fastest time to eat three Carolina Reapers. When you're, eating, when you're eating the Reaper, do you have to eat the entire thing or you can get away with one bite? I think it's the whole thing. Because that show that we watched, I forget what it was called, but yeah, it was, it was literally right. just a giant chili eating contest in the states, southern states, and they would eat the whole thing and they just go like this. They're like, Kate, ready? And oh, they put it right in their mouth and they're like... Two bites and swallow it, and then they're like, and they're dying. (laughs) Yeah. I have no interest whatsoever to put myself through that kind of pain. No, I did that last night with the uh, bang bang shrimp that I made in the dip. Yeah, but that was just a chili sweet sauce that got you. That was hot. You were even sweating. Yeah, I was sweating. I loved it, though. I thought it was great. It was flavorful, but my God, that was hot. Jack is no stranger to spice. He's got a YouTube channel called Mike Jack Eats Heat. Uh, He is, uh, of course, Canadian. He talks about the worst thing about eating the world's hottest peppers. And he said it's something called, is it capsation? 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 Let's go to Haley. Haley, What is it? I need to see the word. Oh, come on. You failed us, Haley. Whatever that's. Capsation? No. Capsation? Capsation, I think. Capsation. Capsation. Capsation? Sure. Anyways, that's what gives him cramps. Oh, yeah. Mm. He said, quote, about an hour after I would eat the peppers, I would get these crazy, super painful cramps. It hurts a lot, and they come in waves. He says having a full stomach and getting energized are some of the things you need to do before you eat these peppers. Mm -hmm. He says, quote, I give myself a few slaps in the face, and I yell, Ah! Yeah. So it gets me all amped up and ready to go. Oh, man. So a full tummy is the key. Yeah, full tum. Which uh, I saw that firsthand, actually. Remember um, uh, years ago, Ginger? I don't know if uh, I don't know if you were here or if you witnessed it. Uh, we had an old uh, truck skull kid, uh, Aaron. Remember, oh. uh, someone dropped off like crazy. Oh yes! Oh, you yes. remember that? Yes. We thought he was gonna die. I told him not to do it. We ran to the kitchen and he was chugging creamers just to calm everything. Because milk works. Yeah, yeah. Well, he almost went to the hospital. Yeah, we sent him home. We had to get him food? Yeah, anything. Yeah, whatever we could find in the building just to get any sort of substance in his body. He started crying. He was panicking. He's like, oh my God, I don't think I can see anything. Haley, were you here when Aaron ate all those peppers? (laughs) I videoed it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What did he eat? I think there was a Carolina Reaper. Yeah, he somebody did do dro- it. Somebody dropped yeah, off. Someone a whole dropped bunch off a bag of, of them. Yeah, there was a bunch of different. Yeah, ones. and it was all it was all like a variety of uh, chilies. Yeah, so he started working his way up yeah. from the least spicy one oh. to the most spicy. Yeah, yeah, he was just drinking those little tiny milk things. Yeah, that we have yeah, that's all we had. He drank like a bag of creamers, and it still wasn't doing anything. Yeah, and he was sweating, and yeah. I'm like, just go home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he was sent home. You don't need to be here anymore. <laughs> no, jeez, I felt bad for that kid. So did I. Oh, uh, Jack's next challenge is he's going to attempt the most 
most jalapeno peppers eaten in a mo- in a minute. Oh no. no! So one, two, three, four. In order to win, he'll have to consume sixteen of them, <gasps> which is the current record according to Guinness. I'm sweating just talking, <laughs> just talking about, about it. This. That would wreck my body. Oh my god! By the way, when he's not trying to break records, Jack still enjoys adding spice to his meals, saying, "Quote: One of my favorite snacks is toast with peanut butter and hot sauce." Mm. Oh. This changes your life, right? When you're I think it ruins much your hot inside. Stuff. Yeah, not even ruin the inside, but your taste buds. You, you, oh, flavor has no meaning to you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all gone, right? Like if you eat just a nice meal at a restaurant, you're like, this is garbage. It's like when you go t- uh, too far down certain holes. Like you need more things to excite you. Yeah, that's true. What used yeah. to do, it doesn't do it anymore. Yeah, you need you gotta to keep chasing that dragon. You need something up here to tickle that fix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like you can't sit down and enjoy a bowl of mushroom soup. No. 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 I would imagine uh, people that uh, do that, you probably come stocked. Like if you're going to a bar or restaurant, you come stocked with your own spices. That way you can re-spice the meal. Maybe and is this like is this like you know like a strongman like people always want to fight the biggest guy mm. if there's a boxer you want to see if you can take a punch in the stomach like everywhere this guy goes is he constantly being fed hot sauce yeah I think probably so. I would give him hot sauce dance yeah. monkey oh yeah damn yeah. right you <laughs> want a YouTube channel to be successful yeah. dance for me <laughs> yes we all have sat back at some point and thought man wouldn't it be nice if some sort of distant relative would just leave us a boatload of money so we could become rich without lifting a finger oh, please please uh, well there is over over $149 million in unclaimed money in BC. <gasps> and that includes a $1.9 million estate that has yet to be claimed by its heirs. There's just a mansion sitting there? There's a mansion just sitting there, guys. Oh. They say this $1.9 million estate is the largest ever unclaimed account. Wow. Uh, I don't Who's have is it? I don't have any relatives there anymore. Okay, I've got a database here. Do you uh-huh. have any uh-huh. any family members, long lost loved ones that uh, are in BC? Yeah, sure. I'm sure. You're sure you Listen, have some? I also <laughs> like I said, I romped around BC. Well, that doesn't. Maybe know that. some rich fella. Mm-hmm. You mean you have kids out there? Did no, well, no, you would. I would know that. No, yes. I would have. <laughs> no, no. You did say it was a different time in your twenties. You might owe money. Yeah. I'm saying. Don't, don't search. <laughs> don't dig too deep. Maybe I stole a rich man's heart, and then when he passed away, he left his fortune to me. Yeah, mm. I believe it. Thank you, Haley. I got you. Oh, it doesn't. Well, I, nothing. Wouldn't comes you up. be notified though if he actually wrote that down? You would think you'd be notified. Not if you give him a fake name. <laughs> well, yeah. What was your what was your hussy name in Vancouver? Penny. Penny? Yeah, she had that ready. <laughs> she did. It's believable. Yeah, mine's Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look like a Kayla. Penny, Penny and Kayla yeah. work in the streets. Yeah. I give out my real name. That's oh. going to be the name of Haley and mine's podcast, Penny and Kayla. Oh, yes. Kayla's <laughs> in the oh morning. Oh, my God. Please yeah. do a podcast. We will. I would listen. It's going to be called Penny and Kayla. Yes, please do. Girl stuff with Penny and Kayla. <laughs> A night on the town. Yeah. So remember when I was getting my free con on the streets of Vancouver? <laughs> We're going to have so many people messaging in. Oh my God, that was you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, people coming out of the woodwork. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Did you, have you seriously used Kayla? I have. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I've used Penny. Yeah, you've used Penny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what would my uh, quick hussy name be? What would I? What like, could I Kaylee be? Kaylee and I like legit did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people would ask me at the bar, "Oh my gosh, what's your name?" Yeah. I go, "Kayla." Yeah, I yeah. used to say Penny, and then they shout Kayla from across the bar. Oh, wouldn't even turn. You never <laughs> know. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you forget? Yeah. <laughs> like that's I, not my name. Who's I probably Kayla? I wouldn't even be quick enough too. They'd be like, "What's your name?" I'd be like, "Uh, Crash." 
<laughs> Why did I give a real name? What would be your fake? What would be your what fake? What do I look guy? like? Your what could I pull off? Could I be a Nick? You be a Nick. You're yeah, no you could Nick. be a Nick. I'm Nick. Nicholas. Nicholas. If Nicholas. You're nasty. Nicholas. Oh, I look like a Nicholas. Yeah, you're no Nick, though. Oh, why am I not a Nick? I don't see I'm Nick. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself. Well, the, the ladies in the room were like, Nick, yeah. yeah. They're being kind. They're liars, though. You listen <laughs> yeah, to these two? Yes. I love Kaylin Penny. I love Kaylin Penny. What's yours? Henry K. I could be an Enrique. No, you cannot <laughs> be an Enrique. Let me be your hero. No, you do not look I Latino. Could be an no, I'd be like you. Clearly, are a dirtbag. Yeah, I'm no, you look more like a what is like Gary. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can see a little Gary. Yeah, you look like a Gary, but you, like with an accent on the A. Gary. No, <laughs> no, you are not exotic at ah. all. No, you look like a Patrick. Oh, I go Brad. Brad, no. Brad. Oh, not a Brad. No. Yeah, you're not good at this. Adam. Mm, no. You give me an Ezra vibe. Ezra? <laughs> yeah, you've got kind of like the, the nerdy glasses and the curly hair. You've got uh, an Ezra vibe. Oh, now you're looking at me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you call me Ezzy. E- no, Ezra. Oh. <laughs> Ezra, yeah. My real friends call me Ezzy. Ezzy, yeah. No? Yeah, to, to, to me, Ginger's like a Patrick. Ooh, yeah, he'd be a good Patrick. Good Patrick. Patty. Maybe a Shane. You kind of look like a Shane. Yeah, I know a lot of Shanes. What about a uh, Dusty? Dusty. Nah, a little. That's dusty, too on the nose. A little, little rustic. Yeah. Jose. That's, that's a farm, but yeah, now we're talking. Now we're uh, there we go. Back to the Latin yeah. names. Well, I'm kind of with you now, actually, Ginger. <laughs> Enrique right? or Jose? Yeah. Huh? He looks nothing no. like that. Yeah, I want yeah, Jose. Memorable, though. Memorable. You got a little earworm. Nobody yeah. would believe you. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that does not look like his name. <laughs> and what'd you, call, what'd you call me, Haley? Ezzy? No. Ezra. 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 Ezra and Jose. Yeah? That's not bad. Let's go work the streets, Ginger. <laughs> I think we do well. <laughs> and let's see how uh, Kathy and Penny do. Wait, Kayla, and, Kayla Penny. and Penny will <laughs> clean up. Yeah, we'd clean house. If you went exotic, we would have remembered. <laughs> Forgettable, Haley. Forgettable. That's true. Remember when doorbell cams were brand new? Oh, yeah. Remember that? We were all like, whoa, the, the was it the nest? What is it? Yeah, the ring. Oh, the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the, yeah, the ring, ring doorbell, and yeah, everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And yeah. oh my god, privacy. Well, they've been, uh, you know, they're not really new to us anymore, but they still are to this guy over in Ohio. I have some audio for you where it takes him about a minute to realize that someone's talking to him through the doorbell, <laughs> and then he still finds it really hard to believe while walking away. Is the audio good on those? Uh, well, we're going to have a listen here. Uh, by the way, this guy's just asking about a couple of free bikes that are sitting in the front yard. And they're not just like kids bikes that are there. They're actually bikes that say free free. Yeah. So he went up to ring the doorbell to see if he you know what was going on with these. And he is absolutely baffled by it. Have a listen. Who's there? Hello? Can you hear me? This is weird. Is somebody there? Hello? I'm talking to you through my doorbell. <laughs> You're talking to me through a doorbell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just wanting to know about the bikes up by the road. Yeah, they're free. So my, both of them are free? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're really talking me through a doorbell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of weird, but okay. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Wow. Through a doorbell. <laughs> As he walks away. That is great. You can hear him say, wow, through a doorbell. Oh, geez, what are they going to think of next, eh? Holy donations. That is awesome. He was totally shocked that this dude was, you look at him. He's like, what? And it's what you would imagine, too. The guy is kind of leaning over the doorbell. He's got his head cocked sideways. He's like, are you serious? Are you seriously talking to me uh, through your doorbell? Uh, this 
like I had no idea. Here, we'll have a listen one more time to this fella. Yeah. Here we go. Who's there? Hello? Can you hear me? This is weird. Is somebody there? Hello? I'm talking to you through my doorbell. You're talking to me through a doorbell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just wanting to know about the bikes up by the road. Yeah, they're free. So by, both of them are free? Yeah. Oh, you're, you're really talking me through a doorbell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's kind of weird, but okay. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Wow. Doorbell. <laughs> wow. Doorbell. That is awesome. Oh, that's pretty funny. He's not even concerned about the bikes anymore. He's like, oh no. my God, look at this technology. No, he's just absolutely shocked that. Yeah, he's got the doorbell. I'm the ring surprised doorbell they don't have the ring doorbell yet. Uh, or the doorbell cam in general. You love cameras. I do love cameras. I have tons of them on the go right now, but I don't have a, a doorbell one. This way you could scold the Amazon driver if they don't drop off your package right? correctly as well. Yeah. I'm like, bring it up to the door. <laughs> Not on the lower deck, thank you. Yes. This guy is going to tell this tale forever. Oh, about, no, of course about the he is. About speaking. the time he met the richest man alive. Oh, yes. Who not only was giving away two bikes, yeah. Yeah. but who also had a talking doorbell. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, it's too funny. Mm, it's like he walked into a royal palace. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it just looks like a regular neighborhood. Oh, it is. Right? It is. It could, uh, yeah, that's just a regular little neighborhood. Yeah. Had the man heard of speakers before? Yeah, right. Yeah, but speakers uh, don't talk to you. Because people would have intercoms. Everything is shiny. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm. People had intercoms before at their door. That was, that was an okay. Do you think this guy was around an intercom? Oh, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had the intercom from the kitchen to the garage. Yes. Yeah, we did. That's right. Yeah, because remember those old cordless cordless phones? Yeah. They had a, you could put another base yes. and then you do the paging system. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> Oh yeah, that was oh. it. Was really high tech, Haley. It was a corded phone. Yeah, but it was a uh, the phone itself. The handset was cordless, so you pull up your big long antenna. But the base itself had a repeater base that you could put wherever around the house okay. or in the garage, and it worked as an intercom system. You hit page, yeah. and then you can talk to the other base. That's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, Haley. it was really neat. Yeah, it was really cool. It's like walkie talkies built into your house. Yeah, yeah. we used to harass my dad with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course you. So would. like, if my dad was sitting and watching like the Oilers or whatever and we would like page where be like hey dad yeah, yeah. what are you doing he'd be like shut up watch the game the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then just, we'd just be giggling we'd be like hey dad oh yeah <laughs> now you can do it with the uh, the Google Home setting with the broadcast mm-hmm. oh that's yeah, right you just hit you broadcast can. and yeah. then it fires it to all your speakers yeah that's right mm-hmm. you can this is a cool story so uh, we always like stories about dinosaurs on this show and uh, researchers in northern Alberta have unearthed more dinosaur fossil finds near Grand Prairie. Mm. The, other, cool? the other day we thought we saw a dinosaur. Oh. Like out and about? Yeah. It was on the way to work. We drive by a pond. Oh, yes. And there was a, there was a uh, uh, stegosaurus? And, uh, no, it's not a stegosaurus. It's a triceratops. A triceratops. There's no. a triceratops in the middle of the pond. No. And then you got the, the little mist on the little pond there. We're like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yeah. It's just a nice fountain future. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you something. At 445 in the morning, it is... Um, Mind-blowing. You, you believe it's a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> you thought you found the last one? Yeah, yeah you right? do. Yeah. You do. Uh, paleontologists have excavated more bones from a site near Grand Prairie that will help provide a glimpse into how dinosaurs behaved when they roamed the earth now in mid-june researchers discovered a juvenile hip bone of a pachyorhinosaurus hmm. try that again uh, nope i'm gonna <laughs> leave it at that uh, along with some vertebrae ribs and foot bones now this was in the pipestone creek bone bed just south of wembley and now they've even found they found even more now it would be thrilling obviously to find a dinosaur bone 
Yeah. It's frustrating, though, to think that we probably have and didn't know. Right? I probably I kicked it. Yeah. I probably buried it. Skipped one across a lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at, uh, like, um, last month, there was a family in Leduc that found a dinosaur bone on I their rem- property. I on their remember acreage. that. That's rad. Like, that's pretty sweet. They were just going for a nice little hike on their property. And then they find and a dinosaur yeah. bone. Mm-hmm. And, like, looking at that one, I wouldn't know. I would have no idea. Do you guys, when you were growing up, did you ever find a bone? I oh, did. Oh, we found tons of bones. We found mm-hmm. bones, too. I'm pretty sure some were probably human. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did you think they were dinosaur bones? I Oh, of course. As a child, I for sure I did. Did you bring them to someone? I brought them to my dad. Oh, and he said, forget about it. Yeah, he said, probably a dog buried this one. Don't tell your mom about these. <laughs> <laughs> Put it back. Or the cops. Because, you know, there's lots of dogs in my neighborhood digging holes. Yeah. Very cartoony, but. When Lauren doesn't want his whole backyard turned into an excavation site. No. Because he's got good grass. He does have good grass. He'd be yeah. pretty upset about it. Mm-hmm. It's very true. I put a picture of the Leduc bone. Would you know that that's a dinosaur bone? I mean, now that I know, I, I feel like I would know it's a bone. But yeah, yeah. On, first, on first glance, I wouldn't. I'd walk right by that. So would I. I'd walk right by it. Yeah. That's cool, though. Right on. Oh, one day. One day we could. I, mean, I feel like we should be able to stumble upon a bone, right? Like this is, uh, this is dinosaur haven here. It's part of the Alberta advantage. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> Rode one bone. Yeah, it if, could. If you find a bone, do you have to immediately give it away? Or can you sell it? I don't think you can sell it. Well, you have to verify it. Well, yeah. Once you can get someone to verify, be like, that's a dinosaur bone. Right, because you can just find the bone of a bison and think it's a dinosaur bone. We can't keep our dino bones? Well, I think because once you verify it, then probably the people who verify it would would like to like it. Mm-hmm. You would like it, sure. I would also like money for yeah. it. Yeah. Well. Mind you, we don't have mineral rights in Canada. Like mm. what's under the soil is Oh, we don't yours. own that. No. Yeah, like if you find oil under your What if I say it was, it was in my bushes? It doesn't matter. Because above ground. <laughs> oh, this text here says, guys, when I was in my teens, I lived in Grand Prairie. Yeah. Some friends and I were camping at Pipestone. We went out there and managed to find a few dinosaur bones right where they finished their excavation. Oh, cool. It says I have, I kept them. I actually have a few little guys. Oh, sweet. Did you find out what they're from? That's really cool. Yeah, that'd be neat to hang I'll on just to. just lie and say it was a T-Rex. Yeah, right. Everything's a T-Rex. Always it's tell them it's a T-Rex. T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. It's very neat. This is uh, this is kind of funny. Um, do you guys remember Clifford, the big red dog? Yeah. I I remember that. <laughs> what? You don't remember the big red dog. No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there was a book that I read at school. Okay. With the big red you've dog. You've heard on. tale of the large I've heard dog. Tale. Yeah, you've, heard, you've heard tale yeah, of it. He's an oversized dog, right? He's a, he's a big red dog. He's well, there large. there is a question now that people are tackling. Not once in the entire Clifford, the big red dog franchise is the big question dealt with. Hmm. And that question is, of course, how could Clifford's owner handle his poop? Oh, imagine the poo. Right? Did Clifford ever poop? They didn't. They didn't. I never saw them cover much of his poop. No, mm. they never did. Yeah. Well, some folks decided to come up with a solution, and Clifford would have to do his business in a dumpster. Oh. They estimated that Clifford, the big red dog, is about 25 feet tall, and based on the height and weight of your standard Labrador, he would weigh around 87 tons. That would mean he would lay down 1,320 pounds a day of poop. Oh, That's man. roughly 423 cubic feet, which is what would fit in a single dumpster. Unfortunately, there are still a lot of questions here, like how do you train Clifford, the big red dog, to 
go in the dumpster? What would the smell be like? How much would it cost to have someone haul away and replace a dumpster for Clifford every day? Yeah. Where would they dump it? Oh, yeah. And perhaps most importantly, where does he pee? Oh, yeah, the pee. How much urine would come out of there? Enough to fill a swimming pool. You'd notice Clifford's uh, dead spot on the lawn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your entire yard. Uh, I posted a picture, picture of Clifford's large poop. Yes, well, I see that. There it is. I love Clifford. Some mm-hmm. big turds. There's a lot of things they didn't cover with Clifford, though, too. They also never talked about how he, he would have died young. Uh, you're right, because the bigger dogs. The gigantism, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, poor, poor Clifford. Little Emily Clifford. Elizabeth would have only been maybe like five, six, seven years old yeah. when she got Clifford, and he wouldn't have lasted more than a couple birthdays. Yeah, you're absolutely oh, right. A dog that size? I guess. Think of, the, think of the strain on his heart. Yeah, but he might have a big, powerful heart. No. That's a great children's story, right? He was dying the day they met. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Clifford. All oh, this text here said, no, Clifford was a nice dog. He would run off poop in the woods and run back before everybody would know. Mm. You think he would hide? Uh, I don't know if he'd hide. Well, a lot of dogs poop, uh, poop shame, shame poop. <laughs> they do sort of cower away. They, they don't do. like, oh, like they don't want to be seen. Yeah. yeah. Aw. They don't like you looking. Look at Crash just did some own his own. Oh, I did a little artwork there. If you were to stand behind Clifford, this is what you're going to see. Oh, oh yeah. no! Not <laughs> <laughs> jives. It's great, Crash. It's pretty much a photo. Yeah, that looks uh, that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. That certainly does. So realistic. All right. Uh, this next story here is for anybody who has ever thought to themselves, you know what I would love to do? I'd love just to disappear for forty days. This is wild. So volunteers were asked to spend 40 days and 40 nights mm-hmm. trapped inside of a cave. Oh, now, wow. if that sounds like an absolute miserable experience to you, you're probably too connected to the world and you wouldn't be able to hit the pause button on life. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened. Over in France, a recent experiment sent 15 people into a cave for 40 days with instructions to follow their biological clocks. Here's the thing, though. No sunlight, mm-hmm. no clocks, oh. no phones, And they lost track of day and night within a very short period of time. Mm -hmm. The experiment is a part of a project called Deep Time. It got $1.4 million in funding, and it looked at if whether or not humans are able to adapt. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what they found. One volunteer, because they were released after 40 days from the cave. Someone came and removed the giant rock. One volunteer apparently thought that they were only down there for 23 days. Oh, man. So they didn't realize that they were down there for 40. So they had no pens, nothing to oh, no, write nothing. anything down. Nothing. Yeah. Another ran a six-mile circles in the cave to stay in shape while he was underground. Uh, and apparently everyone else said they just gave into cave life, having no concept of day or night. And they said, quote, it was great. What did the cave people do to pass time? Like, were they allowed to read books and stuff? Um, I'm just... I'd imagine I got a picture of them in the cave. Like they had a nice little setup. Yeah, like yeah. It, it wasn't like crap living or anything. Like they did, you they know, had some papers. Yeah, they had food and chairs. water. They had all of their needs that were met. Yeah, just no concept of time. Just no concept of time or what's going on in the outside world. When they, the cave looks cold, so they're camping. yeah, they look chilly. Yeah, they're all wearing jackets in there. Mm-hmm. Could you do cave life for forty days? Or I, don't, I don't think I could in all honesty. straight for 40 days. Oh, I, I'm not working straight for 40 so days. what's your option? Cave. You're going cave. Oh, yeah. If yeah. it's work straight for 40 days or get in a cave, I'm getting in the cave. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I have to agree with Mars. Oh, you're going cave now? <laughs> I okay. take no sunlight and dripping roof. <laughs> oh, yeah. Over 40 <laughs> days. Yes. Building. Oh, my gosh. For 40 yeah. straight days. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. The temperature inside the cave? Yes. 10 degrees. Oh. 
And have you guys ever watched any of those Planet Earth documentaries? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ever see the cave one? Yeah, no. it's creepy. Is yeah, it? there's things in caves are not of this world. Did mm. they clean out all the bats and stuff? I How highly do you doubt clean it. Out all the bats? I don't know, you're like, shoo! Get out of here! <laughs> Get them with the Swiffer. Yeah, we got it for the next 40 days. Yeah, the telescopic Swiffer. <laughs> bats bats are the least of your problems. Oh, what else is in the cave? No eyed salamanders. Oh. oh. Why no eyes? Because they don't need eyes. They live in a cave. Oh. oh. They don't just see at night or in the oh. dark. Do not spend, do not live in the cave. Take oh. work. Oh. Here's what people said, because I uh, a lot of people said that they couldn't do it, and it's not claustrophobia. It's not a fear of being trapped in small spaces or any phobias that people are aware of they say they just don't have the capacity to shut down their life for 40 days and chill out mm. they say that they don't nobody thinks that they'd be able to shut her down for 40 days i would like to think that i could and give in to your body's natural urges of when to sleep eat and exercise i feel like your body would go through like a natural like detox process i think you would too life not not like booze or anything yeah. but just life in general of you not having a connection to the internet, TV, all your friends, everything. I think there's definite benefit to that about shutting off you know, the TV, the internet, oh, yeah, all yeah. the social interactions. I yeah. think that's fine. But I don't think the cave is the place to do it. Mm. Do it in your own bedroom. That cave is going to mess with your mind. Mm-hmm. Especially I, with a group of people. When one of them starts to worry, yeah. 20 days in, mm. they're like, what if they don't come back for us? Oh, well, oh th- what if they get crazy? I, th- I think it's been 45 oh, days. I think we're five days late. Oh, you think they were supposed nuts. to be here five days ago. Yeah. yeah. You get cave insanity. I don't want to be in a cave with Ginge. <laughs> Yeah, you're the one that's going insane. Cave mania. Rile everybody up. (laughs) You'd get cave mania. Guys, guys, we gotta kill and eat Mars. (laughs) It's the only way. We've been in here for two hours. It's the only way. (laughs) I'm so hungry. (laughs) But all your basic needs are being met. I don't know. I don't know. Right? If if we could do it on a beach, I'll do the beach. Oh, yeah. Maybe but that's sunshine. not shutting it down. No, I'll shut it down. I'll, I'll ditch all technology. I won't watch TV. Give me a book, and I can do a beach for 40 days. So you'd live on a beach for 40 I'll days? I'll live on a beach for 40 days. I will go through a process probably within the first five days of being like, oh, my God, I, I need things. I need the TV. I need the phone. I need all this. And then probably between the five to ten days, you kind of wean off that, and then you should be good to go. Hmm. I think you get bored. Mm-hmm. You think I'd get bored? Yeah. I think you could do it for a weekend or or five days, and I think it would be nice even, but then you'd get so bored. Am I allowed to build things with my hands? Sure. Is there anybody listening? (laughs) I'm just going to see. I don't know if anybody will ever. Uh, Is there anybody listening right now? Uh, Just shoot us a text, 56789, or you can call if you like, 780-489-4669. I don't think a single person will. Uh, Who has gone without uh, looking at their phone or their internet for more than 24 hours? 24 hours. Oh, I think you can find 24 hours. I bet you you can't. Well, no phone, yeah. no internet, no TV, 24 hours. Yeah. When was the last time you did 24 hours? Years. Probably years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even then. Before cell phones were affordable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably before cell phones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Is you've the always, last time always been connected. Any one of us has gone 24 hours without a phone or yeah. the internet. And you're talking regular folk, because like our uh, military dudes. Yeah, no, I'm talking like any one of us, anybody yeah. listening right now, anybody. Like military dudes probably go days without any of that. Do they? Do I don't think they do. I don't think, yeah, I don't think you'd be allowed to carry your phone on you. I think you are. Like they got to no. communication with people. You got to read BuzzFeed. I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think they're sitting out there reading BuzzFeed. I think they are. No, I'm going to say no, no phone, no TV, no nothing. You're, you're just not, out there doing You're all that gear. You're looking so butch. You're not taking some selfies? Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, you should be taking selfies. You guys Come look fantastic. All right. All right. Let's do this. Give us a shout. 780-489-4669. We got to take a break here and then we'll come back to you guys. Because there's some people. I don't, You know what? There's some people that want to chat. I don't know if I believe them. 
Well, yeah, I, I think it'd be pretty tough. For 24 hours? For, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Okay, can you be like these cave people? Is there anybody listening who has gone 24 hours or more? No phone, you didn't talk to, you didn't call anybody, and no internet. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're wondering, uh, what's the longest amount of time that you weren't connected to the world with the internet, phone, TV, everything? You just put it away. Maybe it was your choice, maybe it wasn't, and how did it go? We're talking a full cutoff, too. Full cutoff. Full cutoff. This isn't a seven-day trip where on day three you drive into town and call home nope. to see Absolutely. how your kids are doing. From start to finish, Yeah. no connection to the world. Seven. Yeah, you're right, seven days. Some of yeah. you guys are stretching the rules a little bit. Yeah, some people are stretching. Technology. Yeah, yeah. They're like, but I needed to check. Well, I went camping and two days in, I yeah. drove into town and called my wife. Oh, no, hold on a second. No, no, that's not it. I was looking so hot on the beach in Tahiti, I, I had, had to, to post on the internet. No. <laughs> no, this is a 100% cutoff. Okay. Uh, what's the longest amount that you haven't been connected to the world? That's right. Uh, Christy can start things up here. How you doing, Christy? Yeah, hello? Hey, Hi. How you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing Doing fantastic. Uh, What's the longest amount of time that you haven't been connected to the world? Phone, internet, TV, cable, everything. Well, well, I told Haley I I didn't have my phone for nine days. Nine days, yeah. Two years ago. But there was a couple times in between, so it was probably like a two or three day stretch. Oh, okay. Okay, so you went two or three days without a phone. Yeah. Were Were you still using the internet at the time? I know, we were in Costa Rica and I'd accidentally left my phone plugged in at the airport. Oh, oh that no! sucks. <laughs> Not at the airport, at our friend's house where we parked our car because, you know, the cheap flights are in Calgary. So yeah. We didn't even, yeah, so we walked into the airport, got our passports out, we sit down when we're waiting at at the gate and uh, I have no phone oh man did your stomach just drop you're like oh my god oh my god how am I going to be connected I, how am I going to do this how am I going to do that oh totally I I was just like what am I going to do on this trip in this foreign beautiful country yeah <laughs> without yeah. my phone how am I going to capture the moments <laughs> <laughs> how how will I capture them without yeah. my eyes oh yeah so did yeah. you end up doing your entire trip without the phone or your friends brought it to the airport no, no, I, there was, and, uh, my, my husband was there. He had his phone, but I only checked it a few times. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Well, you need a new phone, Christine, because we are yeah, severely losing Your current you. phone's cutting yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let you go because we can't hear you, but thank you, Christine. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, Christine's phone there. Mm-hmm. Still has some sand and salt in it yeah. from her <laughs> Costa Rica well, it, didn't, trip. it didn't make it there, no. but she didn't bring it. <laughs> um, let's do uh, Gary. Hey, buddy. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing hey, fantastic. Uh, what's the longest that you've been uh, away from the internet and your phone? And your phone. Uh, seven days last summer. I went fishing off the west coast of Vancouver Island. Yeah, cool. And my brother's got a 32-foot cabin cruiser, and we slept on the water and stayed away from shore for seven days. Wow. 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 And no connection to the world whatsoever. You weren't checking back. You weren't sending pictures of your sweet catch of the day. Nope. How did it? too far out to get any... uh, uh, Any reception, any signal on the phone. How, How did it feel? It was, uh, well, we were so busy fishing, we didn't really care. Were you ever, at any point, overly worried about what was happening back home with, like, your family or friends or anything, or did you just let it go? No. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Right. nope, didn't care. <laughs> did you catch some sweet fish? 
We did. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. Awesome. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. Here, guys. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Gary, bye-bye. Not, a, not a man of very many words. Not a few words. He doesn't yeah. even need the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, did, did you miss your family? No. <laughs> miss the family? No. No. <laughs> Catch big fish? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gear That's fish right. good. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. all right. That's all you need. That's all, That's all you, you need. need. Uh, Jen from Devon. How you doing, Jen? Oh, having fun playing on the yellowhead this morning. Nice, yeah. nice. Oh. oh, yeah. Some daily fun there. Oh, no. um, what's the longest amount of time that you went without being connected to the uh, world? Nine days. Yeah. Uh, we went up to visit my in-laws in the Yukon. Yeah. So we went to their cabin. I think it was out by Ross River. So there's no cell phone service. There's nobody around for a good 200, 300, 400 clicks, depending on where you're at. Yeah. Reduced sunlight hours. I think the worst was the two-hour day of sunlight. Oh. I was kind of going fatty at that. Yeah. Like, no. I need some sunlight. Is it day? Is it night? Because it's a gray washout during the day. Oh. So it's kind of like twilight all day. And... Yeah, nine days. Nine Those days of that. That that almost sounds That's like intense. torture. Yeah. It it was their cabin too, so there was no running water, no electricity. Like we homestead that. <laughs> wow, wow. The first uh, when you first got like connection to uh, the internet, what is the first thing that you loaded? What were you checking? Like Insta, uh, text. What were you doing? I I was phoning, going, "We're okay. I know you haven't heard from me." <laughs> That would be tough. Uh, that would really be tough. By the end, though, I bet you it felt pretty good. Um, as soon as I showered, because like no running water in the middle of winter, I am not going into a river. So. <laughs> mm, yeah, have a nice uh, hot shower. That yeah, felt great for sure. Yeah. Oh, right. that right. was. Okay, I, th- yeah, I feel bad a bit because I made sure I showered first before my kids. So. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Jen. <laughs> no problem. Have a great morning, guys. You too. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye. That's uh, that's a long time. Six days. You do well, call and, right away. Panics, right? And like uh, with Jen, like uh, the no sunshine or the sunshine yeah. for like two hours. Like how tough would that be? Yeah. And you do get so used to being able to check in with people anytime. Anyway. Yeah, oh yeah. Like even if it's a quick trip across the city now. Yeah. Text mm-hmm. me when you get there. Oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Imagine not hearing from someone for six days. Yeah. You're like, I'm gone for a long time. I'm, I'm gone making, nine days. Making funeral plans. Oh, search parties out. Uh, Jay's on uh, three here. Hey, Jay. Hey, how's it going? Doing hey, fantastic. Um, how long did you go without being connected to the uh, world? No phone, no internet, no cable, nothing. Eight days. Eight days? Eight days. Where yeah. were you at? I was, I have kind of a little cabin on my property. Yeah. I just went out there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Leave your well, phone in the house. No, see you later. No connection. What did you do in your little cabin on your property? Oh, man, I slept like nobody's business. I love that. Oh, that sounds like a dream. Do you just sleep? You just chill out, read a book, just watch the day pass by? I slept, I read, I painted, I drew, I, yep, just slept some more. I feel like I slept for like three days. Oh, wow. wow. That sounds sounds amazing. I'm jealous. Did you leave anybody behind on your beautiful sleep cabin trip or is it just you and you're by yourself? It was just me and um, my son was back at the main house. He did come out the one time and tell me that people were freaking out and phoning. <laughs> <laughs> you told him to beat it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, just 
Just tell him I'll call him in a couple of days. I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh man, nice. Did you? Uh, why, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you want to say, but why did you choose to do this? Starting to get a little depressed about life. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. all been there. Yeah, it was great though. It was really, really good. Yeah. I'm Thanks. sorry. How many days did you say you did this for? Eight. Eight. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm guessing because yeah. you had a great, uh, great feeling with it. It went over well. You would do this again. I would. Yeah. Just I'd inform people that I'm not going. To- <laughs> <laughs> not just peace out. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just freaks people out a little that's bit. That's a good point. Sure. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Thanks so it much does. for sharing that, Jay. Okay, thanks, thanks, Jay. Bye. You too. Bye bye. That does sound incredible. That's nice. When you're doing a Jay Styles, yeah. and it's almost like you're doing your own personal detox, like you know you need some time away. Yeah. And you, does your body just tell you when you're done? Yeah, I think it does. I think you wake up one day, you're like, you know what? I, I feel good. I'm ready yeah. to go back. I can go back to my house. Yeah. Yeah. I worry, though, like if, uh, like, as I love looking at uh, tropical uh, real estate, yeah. if I was to just buy real estate, let's say Costa Rica, move there, um, after like a month of realizing this is it, I'm living here. Would I would I break down? Like how how would my body react? I have no idea. Well, you don't know if you could handle it. Yeah, I wonder if I would not be able to handle it. I'd like to think that I can because that sounds amazing. Maybe (laughs) you couldn't. Maybe you'd freak out. But maybe I'd freak out. Half your life is complaining. What would you do? (laughs) You've got everything you wanted. (laughs) That's true. Kill a parrot in the tree. What a nightmare. Yeah. I do picture, though, Jay, just like like, doing normal family stuff. Yeah. You got the news on in the back. It's too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jay's brain just clicks and says, no. No. And Jay walks into her room. Packs a small bag, mm-hmm. walks out of the house, doesn't say a word to anybody, mm-hmm. walks all the way to that cabin, locks the door, yep. shuts the blinds, and yeah. shuts her down. Where are you going, Mom? Yeah. Sees him along the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, how long did Jay say she was there? Six days? Eight, 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 days. eight days. Eight days. And then the son comes over, he's like, yeah. Mom, people are scared. Too bad. He's scaring us. Too bad. Tell him my corpse is still breathing. I'm fine. <laughs> Get out of here. Just leave me alone. Yeah. Mom, we're scared. You've people- just ruined it, so I'm resetting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <have to> reset. <laughs> Another eight days. Here we that's go. That's a day one. <laughs> oh, this is great. That's this is a, good. That's an inspiration. Thank you it for is, calling, yeah. Jake. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Uh, Daryl, hello. Good morning. How y'all doing? Hey, doing we're fantastic. doing fantastic. Uh, what's the longest amount of time that you went without being connected to the, the world with phone, internet? Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, how did? where were you that you didn't have a phone or access to the internet? Uh, it was five years ago. Me and my wife went to her hometown in Haida Gwaii. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah seven-hour ferry ride from Prince Rupert. We yep. ended up staying in a cabin that had no electricity, no internet, no TV, no nothing. Wow. wow. It was yep. just basically in a dead zone. Yeah, we stayed there for two weeks. Cabin on the beach. Yeah, it was nice. It was relaxing. I enjoyed it. I did bet. You, at any point, did you or your wife have a moment where you're like, "I need to be connected to the world"? Not at all. Huh? So maybe it's easier than I thought. Right. So she didn't sneak away at like 5 p.m. <laughs> into the woods there and hold her phone up as high as it could go to see if she could get a signal. Oh, there was no chance of getting a signal out there. Really? It's a complete dead zone. Would you huh. do it again? Yeah. I would in you, a heartbeat. You would? Yeah. Cool. Do you, do you feel like when you came back, you were mentally refreshed? Uh, totally, yeah. It was like, just, everything was like lifted off your shoulders and you yeah. thought you felt new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a cleansing of the brain and body. Because your brain hasn't sure. been flooded for two weeks with just the crap that's on the internet. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly. wild. Yeah, that's neat. Okay, thanks, Daryl. Thanks, Daryl. This, this is the Crash and Mars Podcast. 
All right, Crash, I pulled this story for you this morning. Mm-hmm. And in all honesty, I expected this number to be higher. And if I'd bet money on it, I would have lost. Mm-hmm. A new worldwide survey asks people if they enjoy gambling. Mm. And only 16% of people said that they really enjoy it. Only 16? Yeah. yeah. I don't like gambling. Really? When we were in Vegas, I maybe spent five minutes gambling. Ugh. I just, I, it's not my favorite. I can't believe, I can't believe you even went to Vegas <laughs> and, only, <laughs> and only spent that little amount of time gambling. Why did you come, Ailey? <laughs> I'm, I'm that person who likes to see things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I like to go and do sightseeing. Do you think you would gamble more if you went uh, a, a second time? Because now you've seen a lot. Probably not. I don't like throwing away money. Mm. And I know that I'm not going to walk away a winner. <laughs> Sometimes you hear no, the, crash. the ding, 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 and then woo! Yeah! Haley, I want that to be for you. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I was crying when we saw the Bellagio fountains. I had a great time. Oh, yeah, that's okay. true. Yeah, you, yeah, did, yeah. you did cry when you saw the Bellagio fountains. You were half cut. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> um, do you think that if you had more disposable income... Then, oh, then 100%, yes. Then you'd be you gambling totally would, more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when it, they broke it down actually by country, and uh, believe it or not, people in Canada actually like to gamble more than people do in the United States. Mm-hmm. To our neighbors to the south, in Canada, twenty percent of people said that they enjoyed gambling, whereas in the U.S., only fifteen percent of people did. Now, the countries that like the gambling the most, South Africa, coming in way at the top. Fifty-six mm-hmm. percent of people in South Africa said that they love to gamble. Oh. In Portugal, that second 31% of uh, people in Portugal said that they love to gamble. Poland coming in third with 30%. India coming in fourth with 25% of people saying they love to gamble. And Brazil coming in at number five. 24% of people in Brazil said that they love to gamble. Um... A lot of people don't believe this study. Uh, This one says 16% of people admit they enjoy gambling. The rest are just ashamed. Oh, yeah. You could be very right on that. (laughs) That number's got to be way higher. Yes. It also asked gamblers to name the most important aspect of placing a bet. And the top answer was having fun. Mm -hmm. So the reason why it's important to you to gamble is because it's fun for you. Yeah, I find it's a a fun time. It's a social social outing. Mm -hmm. Like when we're playing at the Black Jack table like that's it's fun. fun yeah knowing the odds is the second most important thing that you consider mm. so before you place a bet you know your odds mm-hmm. and having a hunch or a feeling oh, yeah, I get those. is the third reason as to why you would place a bet and your hunches and your feelings are wrong oh no they're consistent they're right they just haven't paid off yet <laughs> <laughs> i'll walk by a bank of slot machines and rub my finger on them I'm like no no no. This is so bizarre. Whoa, whoa, huh? Did you? Yes. <laughs> did you grow up in a gambling family? Because I never gambled until I met you. Um. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Well, my mom went to bingo all the time, and then that's not really gambling, though, no, is no. it? That's, well, it is I essentially mean, well, gambling. I guess you're right. You buy. Yeah. You okay. Buy cards, and you can win. And money. you win the pot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then. Um, uh, when the casinos really got beefed up in Winnipeg. Um, what do you mean by beefed up? Well, they were just like crap. Oh, so like a, like a, like, ca- like a big casino came in and it was fancy. Yeah, the first one was, was like Club Region. It was a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I took you to that has the aquarium. Yeah, in. yeah, that's yeah. a nice casino. Yeah. It originally didn't have the aquarium. It just had that one area. And then they built it bigger. And then when I became, uh, uh, when I was 18 years old, I went to the casino. And I'm like, whoa. Oh, it got you. And then I was hooked. 
Really? My family's like, spend, spend. <laughs> Put all your money in here. Right. This is the future. Oh, no. <laughs> now, your family did Maybe didn't, that was a bad thing. Your family didn't have a lot of disposable no, income. No, God, no. But they still found money to gamble with? Well, because you want to go there to make more money. I know, but when you, you know, don't have it, you want to make more, right? But you know that the odds of you making nah, okay, not at that time. You know that the most odds people, were in my favor. No, they they definitely were not. The little talking skeleton said the, the odds were in my favor. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. Well, I hope you're listening to this now, family, because you can quickly realize why you shouldn't gamble. Yeah, Club Region was like a um, a tropical themed beautiful destination. Mm. Oh, it was great. And they had a little robotic skeleton, a guy hiding behind a wall talking to you. Yeah, and he's see, like, spin, spin, It's funny, spin. I didn't gamble a single thing until I met Crash. I know, and then I got I, your family into gambling. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, was never, it was never a thing for our family. We never talked about it. We never really went to it. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, I mean, it's fun to do. Yeah. I haven't been for a long time. I'm not hooked on it like you are, though. Like, well, you need to do it. I don't need to do it anymore. right. After all the casinos were shut down, it's like I was detoxing from them. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good. If I pop into a casino, I pop in. If I don't, I don't. This text here says gambling is boring. I've been to Vegas twice and to other gambling places, maybe spent $20. I'd much rather sightsee. That's like Haley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's just so much cool stuff. And you can look at it while drinking in the street. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you but, can. But what if you're on a slot machine that's like jackpot mode? And it's got spinning wheels, blinking lights. Huh? You're and really sucked in by that stuff. Oh, I love it. I you, love you it. You just love it, oh, yeah. eh? Oh, yeah. I love the sounds. I love the looks of them. I love I love any slot machine with a wheel. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Man. Yeah, it, it just gets me. Right. Mm-hmm. There's, um, if, there's a, if you guys have Netflix, mm-hmm. there's, oh, what the hell is it called? I just had it on the tip of my tongue and now it's gone. Oh, one of those, uh, like, little mini documentaries. I think it's shows. called, like, Explained. Yeah, Explained, And yeah. They, they do um, uh, a really good short documentary on money mm-hmm. and gambling. Yeah. And the, they, they, t- they basically walk you through exactly how a slot machine is designed to hit you at all the right points in your brain yeah. mm-hmm. to make you sit down and want to gamble. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's specifically designed to brainwash you. Oh, yeah. And it gets crashed every, every time. Every time. Every time. That's what I was going to do with my psychology de- degree. Oh. I was going to design, like, casinos and casino games. Oh, my God, really? That was something that I was interested in. Uh, Haley, that sounds <laughs> awesome. I'd be your first one. <laughs> if you ever... Like, yes, yeah. Haley. No, Haley. Yes, Haley. <laughs> Wow. Test yeah. it all on me. See what gets my attention. I, w- I could literally just set up a casino machine in here and woo. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd get caught every single time. That's why, like, I, I have a slot machine at home. Um, it's uh, called a Gamera. When you fire that thing up, like, it's got, like, big speakers in there. And then just as you drop the coins in, every coin you put in, it's like, choo, and I'm like, oh, I love that sound. Yeah, it does like that sound. That is a cool sound. Yeah, it's a great sound. <laughs> <laughs> it was designed like that. It was. <laughs> it was. Patty in the West End, guys, yep. says, I love gambling and Vegas. It's nothing for me to spend $10,000 in Vegas when I go. <laughs> I know people that that's, have spent 100000 That's wild. <gasps> yeah. That is so much money. I know. Just that throw, makes me sick. I would never spend that much. Just throw 100000 at me. I'll make noises and blink lights <laughs> at you. Get a flashlight clicking. 
<laughs> Haley puts a wheel on her. She starts shaking. <laughs> I agree with Haley. A hundred grand, I'll make you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is there a, a chance for me to make more money? No. no. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Hey, hey, casinos and stuff. They're they're fun. Yeah, they are fun. Yeah, they're yeah, fun. Just they're, know know yeah. your limit. It's just it's yeah. And that's hard for people to do Because Mm -hmm. it can Some people get addicted to it, Crash Because we were, uh, years ago We would, uh, it just, it was a thing Like a weekly thing or every two weeks We'd uh, go for dinner and pop it in the casino It was just a thing But after you like sit down after like a year or two You're like, oh my god, I'm spending a lot of money That's not good Mm Mm-hmm uh, Christopher from Kingman says I became addicted to a plastic toy slot machine when I was eight years old. <laughs> oh, no. I knew I better stay away from the real ones. Yeah, well, I bought our cat a slot machine too. <laughs> you bought your cat a slot machine? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. You yeah. can put uh, it's got three three hoppers in there, like in the glass window where you see like the three wheels. Yeah, and you fill them with uh, like uh, treats and stuff. And then uh, Chloe has to go up to it and hit the tray like uh, you're hitting the button, yeah. and it'll drop like three uh, three little treats. I think I know that why it's your cat, for dogs. I think I know why your cat is so big. No, but we put her uh, oh, thank we you, put her baby. healthy fat food in there now. Yeah, that's how we get her. <laughs> no. Yeah, we don't do treats in there anymore. No. It's all her health food. It doesn't. So she matter. hits it and three fall out. She's like. Ugh. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hotel in the UK will soon be offering stays in a Willy Wonka themed room with, uh, I'm not sure how great this will go over in a pandemic world, lickable wallpaper. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. This shouldn't be coming out after COVID. <laughs> 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 like even KFC ditched their finger licking good. I know. <laughs> yeah, this feels like one of those things we should have been talking about ten years. Like, what were we thinking? I know. Oh, right? Of course, we had a pandemic. Now, <laughs> <laughs> wallpaper. This is happening at a chocolate themed hotel in Bournemouth. It's on the south southern eastern coast of England, with uh, just a little over one hundred miles southwest of London. It's happening at the hotel called the Chocolate Box. In addition to lickable wallpaper in a quote variety of fruity flavors. There's also a chocolate fountain with fruit and marshmallows for dipping and bowls of candy that can be restocked at no extra charge. That is a fun looking room. Yeah. And Ginge, you love sweets. You would be all over this room. It does look delicious. In addition to the lickable wallpaper in a variety of fruity flavors, uh, they say that the room key looks like a golden ticket. You can even take a bath in chocolate if you want to. Wow. Is that like a dream for anyone to bathe in chocolate or is that a problem if it gets around your area? I don't know. Yeah, that feels like a, a UTI just yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah, I'm wondering, is that bad? Ooh, don't put sugar down there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> also, wouldn't you be tempted to eat it? Gl- 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 oh, drink it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, well, probably, and you probably could. I don't think you're going to glug back the chocolate that you're sitting in, are you? No, that your butt's in there. Yeah, um, but the butt's... It, chocolate's not moving around that much, so it, just your lower area in the tub of chocolate is contaminated. The t- <laughs> the stuff up top is good. So you're telling me, Ginger's butt naked in a tub full of chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to take a little swoop off the top. Oh, I'm not using my finger. I'm going in with my mouth. <laughs> I got to blow bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Paint me a picture. I, 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 
Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a little on your face. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you wouldn't take a taste. You gotta take a taste. A tub of chocolate, Haley? Yeah. I'm, if you're sitting in it, yeah. I'm not putting it in my mouth. What if you're sitting in it? No. You wouldn't even eat your own chocolate? I don't think I'd eat my own chocolate really? either. Yeah, I don't think you so. You liars. I don't uh, think, it's just so gross. Ginger, would you like would you take a drink of my chocolate? Oh, oh yeah. I'll try yeah. your chocolate. Nice. All right. all right, all right. Well, here's the good news is you two can totally afford this. It's not actually that expensive to stay there. It's about $277 per night. Chocolate baths, though, are extra. So you're going to pay about 250 bucks if you want that tub loaded with the liquid sweets. And by the way, the lickable wallpaper is changed in between guests. Oh. So you can lick that hotel room clean. And then uh, the next person who comes in doesn't have to be worried about it. Mm. Is it, uh, I'm guessing the wallpaper then just peels off in sheets. So you lick it, it's done. When they're cleaning the room, they peel like one layer off. And then there's a fresh new layer of chocolate. As we talked about last week, though, um, and some of the cleaning practices in hotels, <laughs> like what if they didn't rip it off? Yeah. You then you never know. Yeah. You're getting COVID. You don't or know that they ripped off that Anything wallpaper. else that they can come that out of your mouth. They say that they do. It's Have you guys ever taken, you've done some spa work. Mm-hmm. You ever taken like a mud bath? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done a, mu- I've done a mud oh. bath. I've done a mud wrap. I haven't, but I want to so bad. You've really? only done the wrap. I've done the actual, like you like get a tub into of a, mud. a tub of mud. That'd be nice. Yeah, I've done that. Can you do that in Alberta? I did it in Vegas. Oh. Was it nice? Yeah. Do you, it wasn't great, was it? Well, it was, do you wear bottoms? Because you wouldn't want mud in there. Uh, I'm just, oh, it was a, so long ago. I don't think I did wear bottoms. I th- I feel like you should, eh. right? No, but like, uh, although I guess if you're in a plane around in the ocean, you get beach sand and things can get around. Yeah. And those bottoms, like, there's going to get, mud's going to get in there. Yeah, yeah mud's going to get <laughs> yeah, in there. Yeah, if anything, you hold it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like, it's okay. It was, it was pricey. Like, it was expensive. Oh, but I think it'd be worth it. What, hey? Yeah, I mean, my skin felt amazing afterwards. Oh. I know, I, for Crash's birthday one year, I bought him a mud wrap mm-hmm. where he went and they wrapped him up in some mud. and mm-hmm. Like mummy style? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And then just leave you for a while? Yeah. And then I just uh, sit with uh, mud all over me and I'm wrapped in like a plastic. It looks like I'm dead, actually. <laughs> Does it stay wet? Uh, no, it kind of, well, it's got a humidity, a bit of humidity to it, but it'll kind of dry. Mm-hmm. And then it, I don't know what it does. Well, it's supposed to like exfoliate, exfoliate and, and just make your skin feel my nice. My skin did feel absolutely amazing. Yeah. It was As nice. Someone just texted and said that they've taken a hot chocolate bath. Because <gasps> I know uh, a lot of people are saying here at some of the spas, they offer milk baths. A milk bath is really nice. That does oh. sound nice. Warm milk. Oh. Yeah. Would you drink that? <laughs> like homogenized? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. take that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it is nice. I would imagine you can find a mud bath spawn down here. I hope so. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's probably many. Yeah, you probably could. All right, have you guys ever had a song stuck in your head and then woke up the next day and that song is still in your head? All yeah. the time. A new study found that it's fairly common and it actually might be affecting your sleep. Scientists at Baylor played catchy songs for people before bed and then scanned their brains while they slept. Oh. Uh, here's the songs that they use, Crash. Yep. If you want to look these up here, we, we have all of them. Uh, number one, this is the song that people say get, that gets stuck in their head. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Oh, a little shake it off. <laughs> Has that ever been in your head? All the time. Really? Shake it off. Shake it off. That's not one that gets stuck in mine. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this one's ever been stuck in my head. I see a 
Oh, really? Was it when it first came out because it was getting a lot of airplay? Yeah. Yeah. I heard it all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think we've killed that one. Okay, that's the first one. Mm -hmm. The second one, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, that's a good one, too. This one has been stuck in my head. Like, I'm trying to go to sleep, and I'm like, "Eh, I just met you. Is it because the song just becomes so popular? That no matter where you are, you hear it. Your grocery store, cop store, liquor store. Well, and it's easy to, like, learn the words because you can understand what they're saying. That's a good point. And it's so catchy. Mm-hmm. I think it's just catchy. Yeah, I get it. I could go to bed with that in my head. I would not want to wake <laughs> up with sure. that in my head. <laughs> and the last one and the third one that yeah. people get stuck in their head all the time is Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Mm-hmm. Apparently people try to lay down to go to sleep at night and then all of a sudden Journey kicks in. You're like, what the hell? I'm just trying to get some sleep here, Journey. Back off. You know what I mean? Here we go. So you're trying to sleep. You're like, what is that piano? Uh, yeah, you're like, why? 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 No, 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 no. Why? No. Let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Don't think about anything. Just a small town girl. Oh, boy. <laughs> world. Oh, man. He took the midnight train going anywhere. Oh. Just a feeling So you're trying to sleep at night, and then sure enough, Journey makes its way in there. Or you're trying to sleep this morning, and your alarm's going off, and you're like, stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> or that right now. You're, you're like, like it's, oh no, it's yes. I'm waking up to this in my head. <laughs> well, apparently they found that when you go to bed with a song in your head, your brain keeps getting triggered by it, even while you sleep, so the quality of your sleep suffers. If you're someone who gets a song stuck in their head a lot, mm. they say you might not want to listen to music late at night anymore, especially don't listen to music right before you you go to bed mm. because it'll just be in there. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the other day I woke up or for like three days in a row, I woke up with a 21 pilot song on my head Saturday and I don't Did even, you really, and I don't even know if I like it, but it's just, it, I don't know if it's one of those ones that get stuck in your head. I like this song. This is a fun song. Yeah. But yeah, for yeah, like three days one. in a row, the beginning yeah. of this week, I woke up with this damn song in my head. I'm like, I went to bed. Uh, I went to bed the other night, and the song you just played, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could not get it out. Oh, yeah. I was like laying down in bed and trying to like close my eyes and go to sleep. And just as sleep sits in, I'm like, well, good for you. I guess you moved on. I'm like, what am I doing? Your heart's like, stop. You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks. I'm like, stop. Oh, no. Stop. Like, just stop. Yeah, that's a fun Like a damn sociopath. Yeah, right. Right? So what should we listen to before bed? Just like calming, no vocal music? Or nothing at all. Silence. That's what they say. They say, don't listen to music late at night anymore. Don't listen to music right before. For bad. Silence kills me. 
Yeah, I know. I'm listening for problems. Mm-hmm. Science kills me, or silence science weapons. kills you. No, I like science. <laughs> silence kills me because that's when my brain starts to race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. need like white noise or something to distract my brain. I've uh, I had like the Soundmaster three thousand years ago, and this one would play all your sounds, waterfalls, birds, whatever. Yeah. There was a white noise feature. Um, I found the break in the white noise. Oh, like, like I the found, loop. I found the loop. And I'm listening, and I'm like, there it is. And then I wait, I count. It was like at 48 second mark. I'm like, there's the loop. Oh no! And I'm like, oh my god, this is driving me insane. Oh no! And then I started hearing things in the white noise. Oh, oh, like like messages. You, if you listen to white noise, your brain will piece together something that you can understand. Oh, yeah, you can hear something. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's if you listen to it long enough, Haley, you can you can piece something together. I was. Reading, I know it sounds like we're crazy talking. I'm gonna do that on my time off. <laughs> I was reading a study on that. It's also the same way, you know, when you look at clouds that go by. And you see shapes. And you see shapes because your brain is trying to identify. Oh, I saw a dinosaur the other day. No, you didn't. I did. I was going to take a picture and outline it and be like, dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the same thing when you listen to white noise. Your brain is trying to find something that it can, it it identifies. That's why you hear messages. Mm -hmm. That's why. Yeah. Usually they're horrible messages. No, they're not. (laughs) Maybe I won't be doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't do it on the weekend. <laughs> a new survey asked people to rank the most annoying or uncomfortable types of PDA. Is there one that makes you uncomfortable? Uh, personally, I don't care. No, I don't care. If I'm just as long as I'm not seeing your bits, I don't care. Do yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, as long as bits are, I don't want to see grinding. Grind like who goes and grinds? Well, you never know. You never know what's going on. Maybe someone's sitting on a lap. Oh, okay. Right? I, oh, I, th- I I had this vision of like people dancing. Okay. Like grinding in a parking yeah, lot. Yeah, because that's. <laughs> Well, it could happen, but... Right? You're pulling into PetSmart to get yeah. some litter, and... No, I mean... people that are, like, grinding like it's uh, if that, dirty dancing or something. Honestly, if that was happening, I, I I wouldn't yell or do anything. I'd be like, look at them. They're just having a heyday. I, think, <laughs> I just feel like, oh, Edmonton. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. That'll be part of my tour stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take a picture for Twitter and move on. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's grinding in the parking yeah. lot. If you saw like a hot like salsa dance or whatever, you wouldn't want to. That'd be wild. Right? That'd, That'd be, be wild. wild. Yeah, no, I was thinking more uh, if you see like someone sitting on someone's lap at a mall and you like, you know what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's, there's, I see what you're there's saying. a little movement and that's All right. weird. I get it. Well, let's go through the top 10. Let me know if these guys, if these ones irritate you guys as much as it does everyone in the study. Again, I really don't really care. Uh, number 10, staring at them too much or people looking deep into each other's eyes. That offends people? Uh, that offends people. True love? Yep. They say that it's annoying or makes them uncomfortable. <laughs> true I, love. I like dead eye crash in the mornings. Yeah, you do you're sometimes. the only person like, I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, number nine, a peck on the lips. People what? say they find that annoying. What's wrong with a peck on I the lips? I have no idea. People are just so put off from that. They're I like, guess. oh, God, grow, get a room. Number eight, proposing in public. One in four said watching or witnessing a proposal makes them uncomfortable. Mm, look away. Yeah, <laughs> keep on walking then. Don't in, don't share our happiness with us. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I think this is this is more on the person having the problem with it than the by- <laughs> than the actual people that are making out. Is this written by a single proposing. person? Yeah, right. <laughs> or that. Yeah. Number seven, using pet names in front of other people like Honey or Pookie. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I can see the really like annoying ones. 
Like if, uh, let's say me and Mars are at the mall, we sit down. I'm like, oh, did little boo-boo get a little uh, purchase from Sephora? <gasps> Schnookums, did you get some shoes? Yeah, I think <laughs> that's what it is. You got some sweet shoes there? Once again, though, like who cares? Sweet yeah. bottoms? Okay. Uh, number six, there's uh, Crash's lap dance. One person sitting on the other person's lap. That annoys people. Yeah, you don't want to see that. I don't really. I don't even care. Sure. Yeah, I don't care. Really? Do whatever you want to do. If you saw someone uh, sitting down and then someone else is sitting on their lap yeah. facing them. I don't care about that. Oh, you're talking about a straddle. Yeah. Right. See, my brain goes to like a nice like sit on Santa's lap. Yeah. That's not how you sit on your boyfriend. Well, it doesn't say a straddle. Well, that's what it would be. But you guys have never seen like someone sit on a guy's lap. You don't always have to straddle. I don't know. Why would... Who would do that? You see it all like the time. If, if I'm sitting like this and I'm like... Come here, Mars. Well, I, first and of all, that's weird. And then you sit weird. on my lap and I hold you, like, uh, literally like Santa? That's weird. That's why you gotta, if you're gonna commit to that, you commit no, to struggling. No, listen, I'll put a picture up in the app. You and Haley are just pervs. I don't think so. I think this is reality. No. I don't, I'm gonna be honest, I don't like sitting on other people's laps. I don't either. It's never been something that I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I see other people doing it, I'm like, oh, good for them. I'm glad yeah. you enjoy that, but yeah, that yeah. is not for me. Doesn't mm. matter which way they're facing, like face to face or uh, As long as they're not being like, as long as they're not like doing anything super explicit. Yeah. I don't care what they're doing. What if they have a blanket? Then I'm concerned. <laughs> well, yeah, anything with a blanket Hands is. above the blanket, kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, here. Like, if you were walking by the office and you saw this, mm -hmm. would this make you uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, it's a woman sitting on a dude's lap. They're looking at a computer together. Okay, maybe that's not We walk by the front desk. We're like, Shelby, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, let me do another one. Okay. So that is totally okay, inappropriate. Here, I'll do another one. By the way, if you don't have the app downloads, you can see what I'm posting in it. Oh, my God. Yeah, Mars posted one of this guy sitting in a chair. This lady that's not... There's a lot of skin, and she's okay. sitting on the guy's lap, and they're both looking at the laptop. Okay, here's another one. Ready? Yeah. There. Like, that's what I picture when you see somebody sitting in in someone's lap. You would be okay seeing that in the mall? Uh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. That's fine. The straddle is, like, that's like, whoa. <laughs> like, you guys should just go home. <laughs> yeah, you, you should go home. Here. I agree. Yeah, I agree. This is not the place for you. I don't know. This text here says that's hot, lucky guy. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to my no one should be happy in life list, as a oh. now family member called it. Hold on, let me post oh. one more. Let's see if you're in a park and you saw this. Well, what are you posting? <laughs> Crash, it's got to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it can't be like you're just looking at porn. No, 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 I'm not looking at porn. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, I'll go, oh, and I'll, I'll judge them from a distance, okay. but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I posted a picture of a guy laying down. Mm -hmm. He's uh, kind of laying on his elbows, and his lady is on top of him, and she's got her hands on, her, on his shoulders looking at him lovingly. Right. Like, again, if I saw this, I don't think I'd care. Mm -hmm. Also, I really wish that that's what I looked like when someone took a picture of me. <laughs> I never right? look like that. No. <laughs> that's the bigger issue? Yeah. That's the bigger issue. They are a hot couple. Yeah, that's a hot couple. <laughs> that is a hot couple. All right. Next on my list, number five, touch on their butt. 
If you uh, see somebody touching someone else's butt. I'm okay butt. with a little ass touch. I always touch Hayden's butt at the grocery store. Yeah, like a tap, a <laughs> caress. Just, just a little snack. Yeah, just yeah. Like, remind, remind him that I'm still here. Right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number four, holding hands. Oh, come on. This list is dumb. Wow. Yeah. Number three, putting your hand or your arm on their shoulder. Mm. So like a, like a walk, like a, that's stupid that's too. That's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Number two, talking to each other in a baby voice. I don't want to hear that. I don't really like that either. Yeah. I don't know if I have heard that. Like I've, in public? I've never heard that in public, but I I feel like I'd be a little put off. I'd be like, Does That's... Scratchy want a little treaty peachy? Scratchy wants a little peachy peachy. <laughs> Crash better be a dog. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Because your feet sore from walking to make me too Because in your uh, in your study there, yeah. is it both people are talking? Yeah, talking to each other. Oh, so it'd be back. So and it's forth. not one doing little cutesy talk. No. It's both. It's both. Like, do you want some New York fries too? Yeah, I have a legit question. Mm. Do men baby talk women or men? I don't or is think that so. mostly a girl thing? I think I think uh, mainly ladies are doing that. I think it's mainly ladies. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a boyfriend baby talk to me. Like what it, would you would do? Be upset. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, where's no? Use your big boy voice. Because well, it would weird you out, right? <laughs> yeah. Haley, you want to go for a little walk? <laughs> no. I don't want to go for a little walk. Hell no. Want to get a little <laughs> yeah, not Are you happening. A little hungry, Haley. <laughs> yeah, could you see me doing that? <laughs> right. But how would you even baby talk? Like you've got a pretty deep, I booming mean, voice. Oh, did Marcy go to San Jessica Parker and get some more shoes? Marcy did go. She loved it too much. Oh I'm taking God, off. No, nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is making my brain hurt. <laughs> I would not. I would not want to do that. If oh. I heard you baby talking Mars in the hallway, I'd pull you aside and be like, that needs to stop. <laughs> you end this now. Do not talk to her like that. <laughs> All right. I do want to talk about um, this story here. This is actually kind of cool. Uh, for those of you who feel like you're getting older, do you want to know how do you actually age slower? Yes. Okay. Yes, I well, do. I think I've got the, uh, I think I've got sleep. I think I've got the secret. No, apparently it all comes down to you're only as old as you feel. Researchers in Germany report that older adults who say they feel younger than their actual age show less signs of stress related aging than people who say they feel old. Hmm. Which is interesting. Here's what they found. If uh, you are of Let's say you're 40 and you feel like you're 25. If you're 50 and you feel like you're 30. If you're 60 and if you feel like you're 35 or 40 years old, yeah. you will age slower than those who say that they feel their age. Besides a few creaky bones, I still feel like I'm in my 20s. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, same as I feel younger than I than I Then you actually am. are and look. But is that a chicken and egg thing? Where, because we've all seen some people just age fast. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's some 20 year olds pushing 40, mm-hmm. but do they feel 40 or do they feel 40 because they look almost 40? I don't know. Like, do you, some people feel younger because they actually they look younger? Because they physically look like younger. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's the way they look causes the way they feel instead of the flipsy. Yeah. It's possible. This, these researchers say that chronicle age may negatively impact you, obviously, chronological mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. But the results show that if you have a subjective age in your brain, it can actually defend against that kind of aging. Yeah. Adults reporting they feel younger than their actual age displayed weaker links between stress and declining health. As a 
matter of fact, older participants that had a youthful outlook experience more protective benefits than adults who don't. Oh, yeah. I have so, a total youthful outlook. I don't even have gray hair. So the key is... <laughs> Because <laughs> well you don't Anymore. you're right <laughs> the key is is to always try to think and feel like you're younger than you actually are mm-hmm. yeah I'm uh, I'm a hundred percent for that. Right? Yeah. So why, I, why would you act like you're 100 years old? I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Give us a shout. Shoot us a text. 56789. How old are you? Mm-hmm. And how old do you feel? And do you feel that that affects your life? And hey, listen. If you're 28 years old and you feel like you're 55, mm-hmm. call us. If you're 60 and you feel like you're 30, yes. call us. Oh, let us know how it is. How's and, it going for you? And does it affect your body? Does it like Does your state of mind affect your body do you have less creaks Mm -hmm. are you 28 and you're creaky as all hell because some people like they're literally like in their 50s but they look like yeah they're like mid 30s yeah like wow yeah or even like early 40s like that's uh wild all right do you agree with this study is it is age all a matter of a state of mind this this is the crash and mars podcast 780-489-4669. If you got a story, you can text it in as well. 56789. Yeah. Um, are you older but feel younger? Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what, is, what is your method? Is right. it just a thought? Do you actually look a lot younger? Yes. Do you do young things? Yeah. Uh, this text here about Ginger and I says, you guys may feel 28, but you talk like you're 48. You're stubborn and you have rigid views. Oh, oh, oh hey, come on now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also people are pointing out you don't like teens. I never have. Yeah. Never will. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of stories rolling in here. Uh, we'll start with, um, we'll go with Leah. Hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing hey, fantastic. Um, how are you with your age? Do you feel a lot younger than you actually are? So it totally depends on the situation. So I clean houses part-time. I'm 37. I got two young kids under 10. So when I'm cleaning houses and like, I yeah. felt like I was a nine-year-old lady last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Or spotting or going to do something fun. I'm a spring chicken and I can load and push anything and I'm good. Oh, so yeah, it's situational. If you're if you're cleaning, you're hurting, but if you're uh, if you're like doing something fun that you enjoy, you feel young and spry. Absolutely. So it, it, it's totally a mindset thing because my body doesn't actually change from different situations that I'm in. It's actually my brain that is like, oh, this is fun. I can do this. I mean, I do pay for it when we go plotting hard. Sometimes there are days that like I'm out because I thought I was 20 something. Yeah. But, but for the well, most part, yeah. I do think it's totally a mindset on if you're having fun and you're enjoying it or if, like you have to do it because that's your job or kind of where you're at. Exactly, right? Right? yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that. Yeah. Awesome. Stay, stay young, Leah. That's right. Doing Thanks, good. Leah. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. You can hear the joy in her voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? That's part of it, too. It's probably the way you speak, the way you present yourself, right? That's how you can feel younger, too. If you're just like, oh, this is a problem. Yeah, right. Like, that's going to make you feel a lot older than you actually are. It's true. Mm-hmm. Elaine posted a picture of herself on the app. She said, I'm almost 58, and I feel like I'm in my 30s. Let me see here. She said, the funny thing was when I was in my 30s, I was 200 pounds and I felt 90. Now I'm in the mindset of feeling young and working out. Oh, good well, for you. Elaine looks amazing. Yeah. And I would have never have guessed that that was your age. Working out is probably... I would have put her at 41. Yeah. Working out is probably a big thing too, right? For if sure. If you're just taking care of yourself. Getting the blood flowing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, someone made a good observation here too. With uh, We were just saying that we're all wearing green. We're all mm-hmm. matching today. Yes. Uh, this one says, Haley's, Haley's shirt is light green because she's 
she's the new young sprout oh, around there. Okay, well, oh. I mean, my inside is dark green. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Haley, that will aid you if you think yeah. like that. <laughs> That's true. That's what this study says. Do not think like that. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Lori, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Uh, there you are, just living your life, and you feel actually a lot younger than your age, right? Uh, yeah, totally. I'm 50, and I feel like I'm in my 30s. Like, hey, nice. Nice. I love it. You know, like, I'm just, I'm a gamer. I I wear, like, tank tops. I do, you know, like, I don't do things that I used to see 50-year-olds doing. It's so. funny how you say that because you're right. When I envision, like, a 50 or a 55-year-old woman, I envision yeah. almost like a grandma. You know yeah, what I mean? Me and like, like yeah. But, like, when you think about it. Yeah, that's not at all. Like, when I was 18, when I envisioned a 40-year-old, it was like an ancient old wizard <laughs> that lived on a mountaintop. Right, yeah, yeah. and that's not it at all. It's not even close. Yeah, totally. Well, and it helps too that when I buy lottery tickets, I get IVs. So I think that's wow, awesome. girl, you go. Do you have like an amazing elixir that you put on your face to keep you young? You know, it's my whole family. My grandma did not look her age at all. My mom doesn't, and you know, the genes have just been passed down. So good for we're you. Really lucky. Yeah, and you know what? By the sound of your voice, too, I would never guess you. Oh, in your never, 50s. never, never. Never, never. never. Yeah. Um, Gaming-wise, what are you... Even more now. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. What what are you playing with uh, video games? I play World of Warcraft. I love it. I love it, too. I freaking love it. I love it, too. I know it's an old old fart game for the most part. No. No, no, I don't think so. No. I think that is absolutely amazing. Keep it up, Lori. I hang out with 20 year olds in my game and have so much fun like I just feel like I'm in there with them right but do you beat them too do you have the whole headset yeah oh yeah I have the whole thing going I have my raid snacks I have everything like it's you know I love it I freaking love love it it. yeah thanks so much for sharing that (laughs) Take care, guys. Have a wonderful day. You too. You too. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, she sounds great. If you're uh, if you're in your 50s, yeah. your 60s, mm-hmm. and you feel like your 20s, your 30s. Good for is, you. Is it a precarious feeling? Like, could it slip at a moment? I Do wonder. you have to be aware of it every day? Oh, that you could wake up one day and all of a sudden be like, oh, yeah, it happened. Is it, is it a house of cards? Could it all come crashing down and in a second? You can't think like that. And the realization of what you actually are no. is yeah. revealed? You can't think like that. No, otherwise, right. you become that. But is that also takes is it just one day and all of a sudden you're 55 for real could be one oh. day oh <laughs> i've been doing it for like three years yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. that is not good all right um i got one more uh, time for one more yeah we'll fit in uh, melinda hello hey how's it going doing fantastic uh your grandpa felt a lot younger than he actually was right yeah, he always had this saying that he would say, he would say, I got winter in my hair, but spring in my heart. <laughs> oh, that's oh, nice. Hearts, farts. No, not oh. spring in his farts. <laughs> spring in his heart. That oh, that's sense. nice. Oh, yeah. And was, yeah. He, was he just an active old dude? Sorry, say that again? Was he just an active old dude? Yeah, no, super, like, active up until, you know, <laughs> you know, up until his old age, which was awesome. Oh, yeah, once it, once it actually catches up. But uh, yeah. up until that point, he was just living it up and acting like what, like 20 years younger? Exactly. He was just living life to the fullest and always super positive. I oh, hope, that's awesome. I hope I get to that point. Me too. Like, when I'm older, that I can still be like, oh, no, whatever, it's just a number. I feel great. Yeah. Yeah, I know he was a really good example for us all. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, how are you feeling? 
Oh, I'm 24 and I'm really creaky, so. <laughs> oh, that's what that mindset. Yeah, you got you got time. Yeah, if you were to say, how, how old do you feel? How old do you feel? Oh, I always joke that I got a 90-year-old woman's body. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> You're only 24. Melinda's not selling oh. herself here. <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. All right, we've been talking a lot about that four-day work week, and someone put together a list of the pros and cons of a four-day work week here in Canada. And this is according, uh, I guess, to an expert. The pros, having a four-day work week here in our country would increase productivity, work-life balance, and better mental health for employees. As a matter of fact, we had in the news the other day that there were a number of towns and um, government employees across Canada, they tried the four day work week during COVID and found that it was for the most part a success. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be so nice. Like if it works and like businesses can see a, an improvement in productivity, right? Like, isn't it just a kind of a no brainer? I would think your employees are happier yeah. and your productivity is up. Uh, I'm not, I'm not a business owner, but I feel like that's a perk. It is that's, a perk. That's, that's a good, good thing. That's a very good thing. Well, yeah. yesterday we had in the news that people ask for less raises. Yeah. Yeah. People are just genuinely happier. happier. Yeah. We'll totally ask for less money. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> it's never yeah, enough. The problem is going, I'm getting paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree. As soon as money starts yeah. coming in. Now I, more. <laughs> I do agree with that. Now, one of the biggest like setbacks of the four day work week would be setting expectations with both customers and consumers who are used to traditional business hours. Now that of course is if you have to actually shut down for three days or not. Some of the businesses were experimenting with having uh, half the employees work Friday and half the employees work Monday. Mm -hmm. Therefore either giving you the Friday to Sunday off or the uh, Saturday to Monday off. It is frustrating and I'm a gigantic hypocrite because I'm obviously pro four-day work week. Yeah. Right. But when I go somewhere and it's closed, I am livid. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, you're yeah. closed. It's Saturday at 4 p.m. and you're closed right now. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but I guess uh, with the flexibility, if you get some people to work the Saturday, some people don't work the Saturday, right? Yeah. And you, yeah, and you just would, shuffle it, with the schedule. I mean, obviously, yeah, you, it would, it would, it would be tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd essentially have a, a three-day weekend. There would, you could expect things to be closed. I guess we'd have to agree on the Friday to the Monday, yeah. which is another debate. Yeah. 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 Uh, and by the way, uh, for those of you who sent us a ton of message wanting to know from those four-day stats, did they work longer hours in the day? No, they did not. No, oh. but their productivity was up. Yeah. Same pay. Same, yeah. yeah. Same, Same pay, pays. less hours. Le- just less hours, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about, uh, thinking about it. If I stayed an extra hour... Mm-hmm. From Monday to Thursday, I could be done after the morning show. Wow. On Friday. On Friday. Yeah. And how did that go over when you brought it up I with management? I haven't brought it up because I already know the answer is going to be no. <laughs> no, you don't know that. It's worth a shot. Oh, no, no, no. You don't know that. Always ask. Oh, but I'll also get roped into things last minute on Friday. Never. No. Never. Nah. No, if if you can, if you have an agreement that at the end of the show you're done, <laughs> and then they're like, Haley, Haley, you're like... Mm. Yeah. I just walk out the doors, I turn off my phone. Oh yeah, yeah. Leave your phone on the front desk here. It never it never hurts to ask. I feel like we don't ask for enough. Or I feel like for whatever reason, uh like we feel like we 
aren't in a position to ask or mm-hmm. we can't ask. I think we would be shocked at if we asked for things, how many times we would get an okay on it mm. or at least some sort of a compromise on it. In this building? Like she might not get every Friday, but she might get every second. I say, is this a trick to try and see if I'll ask them for a four day week? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I'm not going to do We're that. We're going to go through you. <laughs> we'll take a gamble on you. <laughs> get in there. <laughs> Haley is our canary in the coma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See Haley walking by with her box. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh no. Answers <laughs> no five days a week. <laughs> <laughs> We love like, oh, this place. All right, that sucks. Uh, Haley is out. <laughs> Shelby is in. <laughs> Another thing that they're looking at, of course, is if they're not offering a 40 work week, then you at least get like Fridays to work from home or Mondays to work from home or working mm. from home two days a week as well. Mm. That'd be nice. Mm. Yeah. That's a big argument a lot of people are having right now, right? Yeah, I'm trying to find a happy compromise. I mean, why not? Working from home though is a problem too because why? It's not a problem. Well, your employer feels like if you're working from home, then you're available all the time. Oh, that's the worst, right? They'll call me at 6 p.m. Yeah, they're going mm. to because they're like, well, you chose to work from home. Well, when it comes to working from home, how much of your paycheck would you be willing to sacrifice if it meant that you could work from home forever? Forever you can work from home. More than one in seven people in a new poll said that they would sacrifice a quarter of their earnings. Oh, wow. Okay, no. To work from home forever. 65% say that they would take a 5% pay cut to be able to work from home. That's every day of the week. Yeah. You're not going in. 38% said they would take a 10% pay cut. And 15% of us said they would take a 25% pay cut to keep working remotely. Although I guess if uh, you're dealing with uh, like childcare, that's expensive. Absolutely. For sure. So if you factor like uh, taking a bit of a pay cut to you not having to pay for childcare, that might mm-hmm. balance out. Mm-hmm. Paying for parking every day. Yeah, exactly. All that adds up yeah. gas. Yeah. Forty-six percent of people say they would give up half of their vacation days and sick days. Ooh. Oh. Once again, we don't need to give all this. No, you don't no. need to give up. <laughs> and ask and for, for more. For why are we giving things up? You're doing the same job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Don't give things up. Take yeah, that's more. A, yeah, that's not an option. Don't give things up. Be mm-hmm. greedy little pigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right though. We're afraid to ask for things. We are afraid to ask for yeah. things. They're they're fine. All yeah. the big wigs are fine. Ask. They're doing okay. They're doing very well. Like what's the worst the worst they can say is no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I say That's it. Yes. Well, no. Well, Crash would Hold argue. On, no, yeah. But I'm that's just saying. That's not quite asking. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Crash tells. <laughs> I pull a screwdriver out. I'm yeah. like, this will go in your tire. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, though. We don't ask enough for things that we need or things mm. that would make our life better or our work balance life better. I've tried to ask for a few things. How well did that well, go? Well, because, Crash, you don't ask for. You ask for things that are, like, out of this world. Really? <gasps> just some simple stuff on this show? No, that's. No, I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about asking for that kind of stuff. There's a difference between asking and demanding. Yeah. Like Crash is like, I need the soft tissues, not the garbage ones. Well, this is for for the sake of everyone in the studio. I care about your noses. He wants the lotion infused ones. They're not going to give us lotion infused tissues. Why? Why do we buy this garbage? (laughs) I've got nice ones in here. What? Why do you get the nice ones? They're ultra soft. Yeah. I got Crash, don't, no, don't do this. We have the standard business tissue. Yeah. We have business Professional tissue. comfort? That yeah. means cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's not what I'm talking about, See, by the way. You just gotta ask Crash. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kleenex with like four E's. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait a second. <laughs> 
Do you guys wash your pillowcase? And when was the last time you washed your pillowcase? Now, pillowcases absorb a lot of dirt, oil, and dead skin. So you're supposed to do it probably weekly. But many of us aren't hitting that mark. Around one in three people admit that they go longer than that than changing out their pillowcase. We're, we're a weekly household. Yeah, I do it every Sunday. Unless, like, Mars is, like, heavily drooling, then right. yeah. that's a daily. I have a lot of them, too. Most people don't <laughs> go more than a month, by the way, without washing their pillowcase. 35% of people said that they wash them at least once a week, and 2% say they never wash their pillowcase, oh. which is super gross. <sighs> when I was younger, and, like, first moved out on my own, I bet you I would go over a month without doing my sheets. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. At least... A month? Probably multiple. There's probably times where I didn't do my sheets. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah, God bless you gals. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys put up with so much. Oh, I always, I, I've, even when I moved out on my own, I was, mm. every Sunday, I just, laundry day. It just felt like a pain in the ass, right? And I didn't really have a spare set to throw mm-hmm. on, so I'm like, oh, that's a weekend project. Because oh. I don't want to put it in the, the shared laundry space yeah. and then wait for it. Yeah, pain in the butt. Because if you're living that coin laundry life, yeah. that's a full load. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Just on sheets? Yeah. yeah. No thanks. Like, that's going to take a buck 25. I don't have that. What's more disgusting, the pillowcase or the sheet? Mm. Probably the pillowcase. Pillowcase, probably. You're putting your face on it. Yeah. Even though there's probably a lot of butt stuff in that area. Yeah, the sheet's getting the, the bits. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this text here, anonymous, says, I washed everything on my bed a couple of weeks ago, but before that, I didn't wash anything since April. Since April, were they uh, uh, not sticky, but like you know, they just, like they'd be. I feel like they'd they be just musty. feel thick. Yeah, like you can tell. You can tell if you're yeah. on an unwashed sheet. This text here says, "Hey guys, I go the other way. I buy a new pillowcase every week and a new pillow a month." Wow. You know what? I you're you're obviously buying the cheap, yeah. like ten pack Walmart pillow thing, right? Because pillows are expensive. I, how often are you supposed to change out a pillow? New pillow day is a treat. Oh, it is so good. I think you're supposed to change it off more frequently than you think. Oh yeah, most experts recommending replacing your pillow every one to two years. No, not with the amount that we paid for those new pillows. Those pillows, I'm gonna die with because I'm not buying more pillows like that. We're talking three digits. Yes. Uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Those yeah. were the pillows that uh, that uh, mattress guy upsold Mars on. I felt sorry for him. We went through <laughs> this. I don't know why you felt He's, sorry for him. He sells mattresses for a living crash. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean it like that. I just, that poor he, just guy just, and he, he seems sad that day. I don't know. I just got a vibe from him that he was sad. That's his angle. He was happy, and he, he made good money. He got yeah. great commission. Sold a mattress plus a bunch of overpriced pillows. There's some markup That's on some mattresses. good day for that guy. Those he, were good pillows, He's probably though. hoping that he gets into, like, Mattress Weekly magazine for that sale. Yeah. <laughs> Are they are they good pillows? Yeah, they're decent. They can are. you can your neck I don't think I have the I don't think I have the quality neck to tell the difference between a nice pillow and a bad pillow. You can tell. You can tell. Is it that much better? Yeah. The pillow I got, uh it's supposed to have some like cooling effect as well. Yeah. Uh which I don't know about that. That's BS. But the pillow itself feels great on my neck. He's uh he's like, lay on this bed for me. And I, I lay down. He's mm-hmm. like, lay on the bed how you'd lay at night. And I'm like, well, one sec. Yeah, you sleep in your jeans? I don't think so. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm like, this guy is thorough. <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> so I laid on the mattress. He's like, okay, you're a uh, back sleeper. So I got this, ma- this pillow for you. And then he uh, put a pillowcase on this uh, sample. Yeah. Gave it to me and I put it under my head. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, you know me. Yeah. And then, yeah, bought the pillow. Do you guys have different pillows? Yeah. Yeah. We sleep different. Have you have you tried Mars's pillow? Yeah, it's okay. Have not you as good the as mine. To his? Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, that mattress guy knew. Yeah, that she, mattress guy knew. Uh, Mars was tailored with a, uh, um, a pillow that fits her perfectly too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was really good. <laughs> he was really good. <laughs> yeah, I did fall for it. But I'll try so many of the uh, like uh, the foam filled. Yeah. Like, t- there's tons yeah. of pillows, and oh, just yeah. majority are just they're good for like a day or two, and then garbage. I have a legit question. What, if you are replacing your pillows every one to two years, what are you doing with your old pillows? Because you can't donate them. Just throw them in the garbage. That's so much garbage. Yeah. We put them on our, like, we cycle them through. We'll put them on our spare bed. Yeah. But, yeah, we've done mm. that. And now I have closets full of pillows. Well, eventually <laughs> you got to throw them out. Right? We Mars have, doesn't want to throw them out. We're the same. We Rach is constantly chasing that pillow dragon. Yeah, yeah. We go through new pillows all the time. She's like, she, she needs something new for her neck. Yeah. And then we just have old pillows now yeah. in closets. Yeah. The spare bed has 16, 18 pillows I on know. it. I know. Half the bed's taken up with pillows. I know. And you don't want to throw them out because you're like, this pillow is $80. <laughs> I know. The other day I went on a, like a, I was Googling around to see if anybody would take them. Yeah. Nobody takes them. Yeah. No one. Yeah. You can't donate a pillow. And like rightly so. So I have uh, closets full of pillows and now I have two recycling bags full of pillows. I shoved them all, shoved them all in there and tied it up. What do I do with that? Just toss them on the handy? No, I no, guess. no. We're not you tossing them. Yeah. Someone's going to see me. You got to put them in North Saskatchewan. We're not putting them in the North Saskatchewan. <laughs> There's like feathers, right? They'll wear down. Yeah, some of them have feathers. They turn into nature. Yeah. That'll be fine. They'll get all waterlogged and sink to the bottom anyways. Vanessa <laughs> says my husband just paid $260 for his pillow. Oh. We didn't pay that much. These were about one. They were just like 50, 130? 115. You say it like that's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt me. Right, that hurt me so bad. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have paid that much. But if you're sleeping good, I will say. Yeah. Because uh, how long have we had the new pillows mattress for? Uh, months. While, months, now, months. Yeah. And I will say, best pillow I've had yeah. that lasted this long already. Yeah, but if we gave you like the Pepsi taste test challenge, like I think you, I think part of it too is because you know how much you spend on that pillow. It's true. So mm. you need that pillow to be good. Yeah, you definitely. You'll lie to yourself. You'll talk yourself into that pillow. <sighs> this one I don't need to talk myself into. He talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. He was right. Uh, Chad, how you doing? Good. How's it going, guys? Doing hey, pretty good. good. Uh, how often are you replacing your pillow? I replace my uh, my one pillow. Like I have two pillows. One of them gets replaced every month. Every month. Yeah, I, I don't like the smell of head. So my I do my like our pillowcases are every week, and then <laughs> that pillow gets replaced every month, and then I just throw it out. Huh? Oh. Yeah. There's no like proper recycling place. Yeah. The, all you can do is just toss it out, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 well, and, and like they're only a cut, like twenty five bucks a pillow. So okay. But so I do. I did get. I did get pillows like Mars got. Yeah. That one's gonna die with me because absolutely. I paid a lot. Like I, I don't even. I paid two hundred and fifty dollars for a pillow. Oh. And is it worth it? Like, is it a good pillow? 
I love it. I, I, my, like my neck, I don't even actually need the second pillow anymore. I don't know why I keep buying them and throwing them out, but <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I only use that one. I, you guys probably remember, I bought the purple one, that waffle looking one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, I remember that. That thing's incredible. Hmm. Yeah. And it helped with my like. I just use one pillow now. I've always been a two pillow until that pillow. Until I know. that one. Yeah, the pillow that I got. I, I'm with you. I'm dying with that one. Uh, yeah, it's a weird like black foam with a bunch of holes in it. Yeah. I'm like, this is oh, not. I was gonna not buy that one. That one was nice too. I know, Chad. <laughs> if you're on the market, that's a good pillow too. That's a good one. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm no longer on the market. Oh, okay. All right, too expensive. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. Yeah, you too. Bye, bye. Hmm. So he's going through them once a month. When you find that pillow, though, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. I was uh, very upset when we got these pillows, but I'm very happy now. Yeah, I like it, too. Also, I'm going to up your pillow game. Yeah. Uh, Haley, you might have already done this. I have satin pillowcases. Yeah, I don't have those. Oh, they are awesome. They rip my... My hair out. No, they don't. Yeah, they you rip. Just a, say that. Like if I got stubs, like beard hair, the yeah. silk pillows just rip it out. Oh. Also, wouldn't it be weird if the fabric doesn't match the sheet you're on? No. Because then your skin's feeling like your back's feeling one sensation. Oh, you don't sleep on silk sheets? Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, we do not sleep on silk oh sheets. Goodness. That is not true. <laughs> you did buy silk sheets I at one did point. At one and they point were a while terrible. ago. They were not the greatest. You wake up with nothing on you because yeah. the sheets just slide off. They do just slide <laughs> But the satin ones are, are for your hair. It's good for your hair, too. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you don't end up with that frizz that you got going on there. Can you mind no. your business? <laughs> I know, it's right? Tuesday. Point out my flaws this morning. <laughs> so rude. It's true. All right, biosecurity officials in New Zealand say that a woman was caught attempting to smuggle something into the country. I'll give you guys a number and you can guess what it was. It was over 1,000 of them, and she's now received a sentence. So I'll give you a hint. Okay. People are actually wondering how the hell she was able to sit on a flight with these things. Sit on. They were they were on her person. Uh huh. Oh okay. okay. All and, right. And a she thousand. had a, over a thousand. Yeah, around a thousand. It was about. It was more than one thousand. Okay. She had over around a thousand, yeah. and she was on her. It was on her body. When she got off the plane, she attracted the attention of a police dog, and she fled to the bathroom. Which, of course, is highly suspicious. Mm -hmm. She attempted to dispose of the items, and that was when they got her. I'm going to guess it's a, a rare species of a bug, and she had a ton of them. Oh, a thousand bugs. A thousand bugs. Mm-hmm. A thousand bugs? Yeah. Okay. She, for whatever reason, wanted to transport these bugs. Can you imagine you're on a plane next to the thousand bug lady? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Climbs on her shoulder. She's like... Oh. <laughs> gotcha. The reptilians do exist. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to guess if it, people were surprised... And yeah, it's, and it's legal. That yeah. makes me think it must have been uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which makes me think it's pokey. And porcupines are too big, but I bet you could fit a thousand baby hedgehogs on your person. Okay, <laughs> I'm going hedgehogs. Hedgehogs. A thousand hedgehogs. Oh, All these right. are small. Okay, thousand hedgehogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think my guess is going to be a thousand like little baby fish. Like she probably just put them all in Ziploc bags and taped them to her body. Oh, I don't know okay. what's worse, sitting next to bug lady or fish lady. Uh, I think I'd rather fish lady. They're in bags. Yeah, at least oh, they're who knows secured. where the bugs they're are. They're contained. The bugs are just free range bugs. Right? Like who you knows? Stress them out. Uh, well, you guys are all wrong. However, Ginger was on the right track. I was thought it porcupines. It, it was not porcupines. It was in fact. 
she was attempting to smuggle over a thousand cacti. Oh my God. How and why? From China into New Zealand. She had them taped to her body. Oh, every time she walks, she's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Why would you do that? Officials say she deals in cacti and other plants on a website, put New Zealand's biosecurity at risk by bringing in the non-native and potentially invasive plants into the country. Is it is that worth importing? Like illegally importing? Oh, there's big money in cactuses. <laughs> is there? Oh, yeah. She had some succulents as well. Uh, succulents. I have succulents at the house. They're, yeah. I, they can get pokey. Yeah. They That's can. That's true. Yeah. They, they go like very rubbery looking and then, yeah, some of them can get pokey. New Zealand and Australia mm-hmm. are famously strict mm-hmm. on bringing in like uh, fauna from other countries. Oh, yeah. Do we care? Yes, we oh, do. Yeah, we care. Big we do? time oh, yeah, we, we care. care. Yeah, yeah. If you go to like um, a beautiful place like Jamaica yeah. and you get one of those wood carvings, yes. you can't bring that into the country. Yeah, you can't bring... No Jamaican the, wood? The no. wood has to be sealed. It has to be sealed. Yeah. People love Jamaican wood. You can't I even know. bring sand back. No. You can't bring seashells? No. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. They you get really mad at that. People? <laughs> yeah. The, what? Yeah. The wood, you're right. I think the wood has to be. The wood has to be sealed, They take I think. it and they examine it and it's got to be, yeah. There's I don't some, know. Years ago, we brought back a, uh, a wooden cat statue. It wasn't sealed, but I didn't declare it either. <laughs> well, because we knew. I'm like, oh, no. So if you go down Jamaica, you got to enjoy the wood there. Get all the Jamaican wood you can. That's oh, yeah. right. And enjoy it. it there. Yeah. Have a great time with that Jamaican wood. And just wood. know your Jamaican wood stays in Jamaica. But you can't bring that wood here. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys see that Jamaica is facing a um, marijuana shortage? Oh, my God. Did they have bad weather uh, to wipe know. out all their crops? Just saw the headline. Huh. Crisis. People just been busy? Yeah, I think they've just been smoking they just a lot. smoked so much. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, doesn't huh. it? All right. This next, um, this next video here. A woman named Diane Dupre was buying some baked beans at a Target in North Carolina last week when she saw a live snake slithering on the shelf. Now, fortunately, it wasn't a venomous snake, but still, Target staff to get the snake outside, which definitely isn't in their job description. It's a good thing we don't have to worry about snakes here. Wow. Uh, But this lady, Diane, she had a pretty good sense of humor about it. We've got the news story for you here. Have a listen. This is not something you typically find on the shelves in Target. A black rat snake slithering through the cans of Bush's baked beans. I thought it was a a child's toy. So I thought, oh my goodness, somebody's pranking me. Where's the camera? You know, this is a joke because it was totally still. Thinking the snake was fake, Diane Dupre grabbed some beans while grocery shopping at the Target in Beaver Creek Commons in Apex. I was going to take a a photo. The tongue came out. (laughs) And that's how I knew. This is a real snake. Alone in the canned goods section with a very unexpected guest, she called for help. I looked up and down the aisle. I was freaking out, calmly freaking out. <laughs> After getting another shopper's attention. I didn't even look at this. It's hurry. hurry. <laughs> Target team members got the snake out safely and released it back into the wild. Isn't she adorable? Oh, she's a lovely lady. Oh, Diane. Yeah. It does look, there's a picture of the snake up in the app. It looks like a fake snake. If I saw a snake on the canned food aisle, I would think it's a fake. Can we also talk about the beans? Sure. Bush's grilling beans? 
Do we have grilling beans up here? I have no idea. I don't think we have Bush's beans. Wait, I'm just a Heinz man. Yeah. Do we have Bushes? I don't recall I seeing no, that logo. I have not bought a can of beans in years. Yeah, but yesterday you were just saying you're grossed out by beans. Oh, I don't like that slab of pork in there. I love, I love big. But these are grilling beans. beans. Grilling beans and pork. Huh. They highlight the pork like it's a selling feature. It is. Crash loves the pork. It's the premium cut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that premium but cut. Yeah, if you saw a snake on the shelf, you would think it's legit, right? I would think, yeah. I or would, it's a fit I crowder. would think it was a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until, like Diane said, it stuck his little tongue yeah, out. Yeah, when it her. starts moving, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, yeah. is this a weird robot? Uh, and apparently we do have bush beans here. Oh, do we? I'm not a bean buyer, so I wouldn't know. I haven't looked at beans in a while. Everyone's yeah. texting in saying bush beans are the best. The bush maple beans are good. Oh, okay. This is a, this is a Heinz house. Always yeah. has been. Right. Yeah, we buy the beans quite a bit. Hayden mm. likes to make uh, stew. Ooh, And yes. he buys, uh, or chilies and stuff, so he'll buy the bush maple beans. With pork? I'm not sure. Mm. I I don't eat it. Oh. <laughs> right. Sounds I'm, delicious. I'm thoroughly grossed out by it. Yeah, he makes a whole crock pot and then freezes it for lunches. Oh, yeah, there okay. you go. There you, you know go. what is good that I haven't had in ages, but it is good, is I like beans on toast. Oh, delicious. Really? It is good. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. It, it is it good. It sounds weird. It's weird. I'm not for it. Next. It, hmm? No, go ahead. Because you've got the crispiness of the toast. Yeah. And then you've got the sogginess of the beans. Yeah. Does it? Does it pair well? Yeah, it, it does. Well. You said Hayden does chili? Yeah. Put some of that chili on toast. I like bread, so that might convince me. You're oh. right. Chili on a bun? Yes. Chili on a is, bun's great. See, on a bun is great. Yeah, baked beans on toast. No, Same baked thing, beans guys. is too basic. Mm-hmm. Way too no. basic. I need that hamburger. I need I need everything in there. You need some garnish? Yes. Yeah, a little <laughs> cheese on there. Not just like salt. baked beans. Yeah. I don't know. Baked beans on toast is delicious. Is, uh, is that a British thing? It yeah. works. Yeah, they do it. It's ba- English, yeah. Baked beans are meant to be eaten out of a can. Just like a ravioli. If you eat ravioli out of the can, do you? Yeah, that's isn't that what you're supposed to Well, yeah, cold ravioli. Oh. Did. How do you I'm, heat it up? Oh, you don't heat it up. You just eat it cold? You never got... I got that... That was a, like a good day in my school lunches. Yeah. I would get the yellow no-name can of ravioli... Oh, it gets worse. ...with a can opener oh, in my no. lunch. And then I would be like this. I'd be like... <laughs> opening the can with the mm-hmm. spoon, and I would eat cold ravioli. It tasted like metal, but that's all I did. Yeah. Oh, no. Is that bad? I thought that was premium. I never had that. When I was in, a kid, they had the little microwavable raviolis at that point. Oh, that's fair. You just pop them in the microwave yeah. and it was a perfect serving. We had the cans and the can opener. <laughs> I would never. What? <laughs> Mars is so put off over there. <laughs> I would just... Gross! <laughs> I, would, I would never. Yeah, I thought that was a premium. I, th- I thought that was a good day. I'm like, oh, like friends just, with the fruit roll-ups, look what I got. Just pop open a can of ravioli and yeah. eat it yeah. cold. And I would get that old uh, 80s can opener, you know, right. with the big wing on it. I know the one. Yeah. <laughs> the hobo on a train can opener. <laughs> Were you blown away the first time you're in your mid-twenties, you get yeah. to go to a sit-down restaurant, and your pasta comes out warm? Oh, my God. Like, oh, they've made a mistake. Well, yeah, because I uh, <laughs> I never actually had, like, ravioli, like the squares at right? home, ever. Yeah. It always came in a can, a yellow can. Would you heat it up at home? No. I get a school you don't always have access to a microwave. No. You're Good six no. years old. We did you eat- have a microwave? At home? Yeah. At home we did, yeah, that big, like, 32-inch uh, TV size. Oh, yeah. Big, massive one. But we never heated up ravioli at home, because that was... 
That was a treat for school. You're not going to waste the power on ravioli. Yeah, we never so just dumped cold. ravioli out of a can. You had to it. carry around a can opener with you on your yes. way to school? Yeah, it would be put in my uh, lunch bag, my plastic <laughs> Economart bag. So wait a second. She, she, they, they couldn't open up the can of ravioli and put it in a Tupperware? Actually, I thank mom for not doing that because it would have been in a tobacco container tasting like tobacco. Oh, right. So at least my ravioli only tasted like metal. Yeah, not <laughs> John Player's. Yeah, yeah Player's special. <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Okay, that because we use that for uh, Tupperware okay. containers. Well, yeah, at least your ravioli then didn't smell like smoke. Yeah, it just tasted like metal. Yeah, <laughs> did because uh, I never had just that. like in the old country. <laughs> <laughs> ravioli or tin? Just like the one I used to make. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the Boyardee or was it no, the yellow yellow can? Yeah. No name. Mm-hmm. Whatever is cheap. The uh, when I think about it, I don't think I've ever had uh, brand name ravioli. Um, does the brand name ravioli taste like metal too? No. No. Really? No, it doesn't taste like metal. Different metal? What is it? <laughs> it tastes like food. Refiner <laughs> <laughs> aluminum. Well then, someone oh. texted this in, in reference to your uh, ravioli straight out of the can. Yeah. And beans and toast are too plain. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. He couldn't. He wouldn't. <laughs> Please, guys, I have standards. <laughs> right. Okay. Listen. Here's what. Here's what we're gonna do. Um, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us five six seven eight nine. What are you eating straight out of the can? Hmm. And it can be anything. Has anyone eaten one of those chickens in a can, right out of the can? Oh, oh, come chicken on. in there? It looks disgusting, but it's a pre-cooked chicken, He's right? Cooked? I don't know. Oh, it's a cooked chicken. Otherwise, I think that would be opening a can of bacteria. It's a it's a cooked chicken. <laughs> are they are they baby chickens in there? Because that's a, not a big can. I would imagine it's just a really compressed big chicken. Just I, thin chickens? I I, it's, it's a probably, full chicken? It's a full chicken. It's a full chicken. But I think they're smaller because they're not the chickens that they like aggressively feed. They don't let them grow. Yeah, they oh, don't let them grow. Oh, very, that's the natural size a chicken's supposed to be. Is it like okay. a, cor- what is it, a Cornish hen? Cornish game hen? Yeah. Is Have it you, one of those? No, it's completely that? different. That's just the actual size that chickens are when they're not like... Oh, I like my genetically modified chickens. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, jack those chickens up. Yeah. Give me those big breasts. Those chubby chickens. (laughs) Want that chicken to bench me. Oh, no. Look at the legs on that chicken. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Ginger just so showed me a picture. Mm. Chicken in a can. It's gross. Yeah, you don't. It's not. It's not flake chicken, gang. It is a whole chicken. Yeah. All right, maybe uh, you maybe you're eating something out of a can too that it's uh, normal people. Do they take the bones? <laughs> would, would be out like, of that oh, chicken? gross. Yeah, they've got to be. They must, right? They must jam it the whole thing in the can, well, right? Why is it like uh, congealed? Is that just the fat? Yeah, off of it? and it's yeah. It's like Did, great f- chicken flavor. Does anybody <laughs> eat um, clams out of a can? Oh, or sardines out of a can? That's a, sardines out of a can. That's a dad thing, right? Yeah, just peeling back half the lid and then yeah, yeah. And by the way, you do have some of your. Manitoba buddies texting oh, hey. in. Hey, what's up? Saying that they also, um, Fort Assiniboine, Penny grew up. Okay. She says, it must have been a Manitoba thing. I also was given a can of ravioli and the can opener to yeah. head to school. I was like, yeah, you figure it out. Okay. It's like, <laughs> Ma doesn't know how to work can opener. You figure it out. <laughs> Stays fresher in the can longer, oh, right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All I think right. my mom was concerned about freshness. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she <laughs> that's was. What it was. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Freshness. All right, what have you eaten straight out of the can? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
We're wondering, what did you eat straight out of a can? Um, Crash, like you, when he was growing up, he used to like eating raviolis. Did you do like the Alphagettis, the whole the whole line? Uh, yeah, sometimes I would get a can without a label on it, and it was a surprise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Had a couple dents and no label. <laughs> oh. What was usually in those, bud? It was a. Uh, it was usually a form of ravioli. There was some like a there was a roni one. Do you remember that? Or maybe that was just a no name thing. No, like a macaroni with like just bits of stuff floating around. The wild thing about that <laughs> nameless dented can is your mom didn't know it was in it either. I know she took a chance. So I hope it's food. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, son. Oh, yeah. it's a can of tomatoes. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> uh, Shelly from the north end of Winnipeg. Okay, north side. She's giving you her address, Mountain Ave and Aiken Street. Oh, all right. Okay, she said that's where she was raised, and she is proud of it. Yeah, you should be proud. She said, this is what I was given for my lunch with a can opener. Okay. Alphagetti. Yeah. Ravioli. Mm-hmm. Sardines. Smoked oysters. Oh. Cocktail wieners straight out of the can. She says she'll eat alphagetti and smoked oysters for dinner straight out of the can today. You can, people. You can, mans. Mm -hmm. Is it by choice? Do you really prefer it that way or was that a necessity? Uh, I think some people prefer it and it's convenience too, right? Well, how much time are you saving? 90 seconds? <laughs> well, you're also saving uh, the environment by not uh, washing dishes. Oh, you're going green. Oh, yeah, I see what you're doing. You recycle the can after. All that's right. a good angle. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this text here says, I used to work with some girls from Newfoundland. Yeah. For lunch, they would eat jars of baby food. Oh, for like nutrients and stuff? Well, that's usually what you eat for. What do you think we're giving it to babies for? Yeah. Just pass the time? Is that like, is that like a diet? <laughs> they're crying, put something in their mouth. That baby food, most of it's just pure mashed up apples and potatoes. Yeah. So, it's, it's edible. It's good. But why would you... Does it taste like baby food? Like gross? I mean the... Or it just tastes like an applesauce? Like the peas and the beans are kind of rough. The consistency's not the best. Yeah. But the flavor's fine. Mm-hmm. It just tastes like peas and beans and Root potatoes. Vegetables. And... So I could like blend up dinner and that's baby food for you? I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a baby. Well, you sometimes want me to feed you like a baby. No, that's not. That's not for the radio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Open wide. <laughs> <laughs> it's yep. good times, guys. Maybe I'll put it on TikTok one day. We'll move along. It's seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. If you want to chime in on this, uh, Chris can start things up. Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Uh, you're currently eating something out of a can, right? Yeah. Yeah, smoked oysters. Ah, is that what our uh, buddy tr- made me try a couple years yeah, ago, Mark? Yeah, that's exactly it. It was a smoked oyster. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, how, how hot sauce, though. But how, my fiance does something super weird with it. Yeah. Is she'll, she'll drain the oyster juice and then fill it with white vinegar. Oh. And then pop it off with pepper. Oh, interesting. So she washes off the oyster juice with vinegar and then puts pepper on it. Yeah, it has to be completely drained of the juice, otherwise she won't touch it, and yep. then filled up with vinegar. Oh, bizarre. How are you with the juice? I'm fine with it. Oh, okay. So, right I, mean, I mean, I won't, I won't chuck it back or anything, but... Yep. Now, now, Chris, you don't sound very old. Did you learn this from your grandpa or your dad? Uh, the hot sauce? Yeah. On the oyster? Yeah, yeah the oysters. I, yeah, it was from when I was working up north a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. It's just a convenient, convenient food to have around you. It was, yeah. With, yeah. And crisket, crisket cracker with some cream cheese on it. 
and the oyster tops it off. That sounds like a fancy hors d'oeuvre. Uh, don't you find that it gives you the repeats? Like uh, a couple years ago, our buddy, uh, we were sitting around with him drinking. He's like, oh, I'll eat some oysters. And I ate them, and it was the most vile-tasting thing ever. Are you ever. actually asking Chris if he gets the burps off? <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I got, like, fishy oyster burps. Oh, and then even the next yeah. morning when I woke up, I'm like, oh, my God, my I have <laughs> mouth. <laughs> Yeah, definitely the oyster burp. Yeah. <laughs> Confirmed. So gross. Oh, so gross. So gross. Well, you keep eating those That's oysters. That's right, Chris. Enjoy. <laughs> All right. Thanks, All right, buddy. Guys. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, buddy. Bye-bye. Mm. See, I'm not the only one that gets oyster burps. Oh. Yeah. You nailed them. <laughs> <laughs> How are you supposed to eat oysters? I don't do oysters. If not straight out of the can, do you, do you cook them after you take them out of the can? What is the ideal? I thought you were supposed to drain them and then just eat them. I don't know if you cook them. I don't, I don't know. Because they're already smoked, right? That night all... when we got drunk with our buddy yeah. uh, and we busted out the oysters, yes. well, how did I eat them? Just on a fork or a you, cracker? Uh, you ate them on a cracker. He always like samples the weirdest stuff on me. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I am a stupid me. I'm, I'm fall for it every time. Oh, every time. It. It's going in my mouth. <laughs> and then I complain about it the next day. Let me know what you guys think about this one. It says, I took Campbell's mushroom soup in a can. I took some teasing at work that day. What do you mean you took? What did you do? So he took boiled soup. That was lunch? No, no, no. He didn't make the soup. He ate the mushroom soup out of the can. But it's all like congealed. The the gelatin. gelatin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where are we at with that? That's not good. Yeah, you definitely should have been made fun of a little bit more for that. Oh. Mind you, if you're a soup man. It'd be like a pudding, I guess. But if what about just what about what about because usually we cut it with some water or milk. Yeah, yeah. What if you just warmed up that jelly? I don't think it would I don't think it would melt. Be like concentrated soup. I think it would be clumpy. It would look like curdled milk. It might melt because it's gelatin and the heat, it'll melt it down a little yeah. bit, but it'll be so thick. Right? It'll be like eating but, hollandaise sauce. Oh. Uh, well, some, people me, yeah. Yeah, some people love it. Yeah, some people love it. It ain't too bad. <laughs> uh, Nikita, hello. Good morning, guys. Hey. Hi. Uh, you're not the one down in food straight out of a can. It's your older brother. Well, I do like mushrooms. Mushrooms out of a can. Oh, really? I do. I something about them. I don't know. I love mushrooms out of a can. So you can crack it, like pull it out of the pantry, crack it open, and just go with a spoon or fork and just eat them that way. Yeah, that's the only way I really eat them because I buy fresh mushrooms for everything else. Yeah. But I always have to have a can of mushrooms in the pantry to snack on. Huh? It's like your fancy olives. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well together, I do the same thing with olives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, I never oh, thought my... about doing that, but I'm not opposed the, to trying. The mushroom juice doesn't get to you? No. No, it doesn't bother me at all. I love it. You love it? Okay. Huh. I haven't dabbled in that. I'll, I'll give that a shot and see how that goes, because I don't yeah. mind canned mushrooms. Right? So good. Yeah. So good. Uh, your brother, though, um, what does he get up to? He loves the cold Cold ravioli. Cold ravioli. Yeah, he will um, open up a can of ravioli. He will wake up at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and just have a craving for cold ravioli. And go to the pantry, open that can, grab a spoon, and then jump back in bed with his wife and <laughs> eat cold ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's snoozing. He's like, hum, yeah. Hum. Oh, no. She always complains. She's like, she doesn't snooze. She's just like, oh my gosh. She's just right there in my ear. Oh, oh man. He just hears the lapping right? of the. Yeah. Uh... So gross. So there's quite an age difference. 
difference between us. There's 14 years. He's 49. So I'm always wondering, was it like because like my parents didn't have a microwave or something? Or, you know, by the time I came along, we, we had warm ravioli. Oh, yeah. 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 It was actually warm for you. But uh, for him, right? it, cold. Was, it was heated. Yeah. Huh. I'm but a- he, he loves it. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Thanks for that, Nikita. Thanks, Nikita. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Hmm. Bye. Ginger, I can see you dabbling in this. You uh, love snacking at night. Well, the canned mushrooms, though. Yeah, Marzi makes a great point. You uh, you can clan. What do you do with the, the juices inside? Well, with the mushrooms? Yeah, not so much. Because it's like a syrup, like a mushroom syrup. It's e- thicker than just water. Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know. Is that just the mushroom breaking down in there? Yeah, I think it's it's the water, there's salt, and then there's preservatives in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little oil, maybe? Yeah, I think a little bit of oil. Even your ravioli would have some canned juice in there, some, mm-hmm. right? Were you, were you, were no, you the ravioli that? never had canned juice. Maybe it was, some moisture. No, the ravioli had a nice thick sauce. And then, like, you just, like, and you hear it, like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a wet, just a wet one. And then, yeah, you pop her open, and then you're like, all right, well, here we go. Let's do this. Uh, Driver Oz says, guys, I've done the Campbell's thick and chunky right out of the can. I would heat it up on the dash of my truck using heat vents. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it would work. It's a man on the go. It's a business man. Yeah, you crank your heat, run that, run your uh, thick and chunky for what, half an hour? It's bound to heat it. (laughs) (laughs) Would it heat it though? Yo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay, put your hand there. It can get pretty hot. Yeah. Uh, let's do, uh, what have we got for time here? We'll do uh, Andrew. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad yourself. Yeah, doing pretty good. Uh, we're talking about eating food straight out of a can. Uh, which foods have you dabbled in? Uh, I actually agree with you. I eat ravioli, alpaghetti, spaghettios, anything like that out of a can. Yeah. Straight I, out. I've done the alpaghetti too, ice cold, or just like room temperature from the cupboard. Right. Exactly. And I mean, I grew up the same way take a can opener to school open it up and just start going to town on it yeah I uh, I honestly uh, when I think back on it not once did I ever think of even microwaving it I just crack the can and go in with my spoon or fork and go to town on it yeah I I actually didn't microwave ravioli until I was like 16 or 17 and to be honest I didn't like it I went right back to it being cold so yeah really yeah nice colder room temperature ravioli is fantastic so even now as an adult are you putting back a can of Chef Boyardee uh, I don't do ravioli anymore, but I do alpaghetti all the time. And yeah, I just, I'll pull it out of the cupboard, open it up and just eat it. Oh, uh, the My palate has I'm changed. Crazy. Oh yeah, he yeah. Has, yeah, Andrew has a way more refined palate. I have, he, needs, I mean. he needs the alphabet in the can. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, I'm with you, buddy. I'm that's totally great. with you. Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, okay, thanks for sharing that. No problem. Have a good one, guys. You too, mm. buddy. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, well, looks like you guys are all Canmans. Yeah, Canmans back. I had no idea. I didn't either. There was that, that this popular. many people love yeah. eating straight out of a can. I yeah. thought it was you and you and our buddies on the rails. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> traveling town to town. It's also the Now family. Yeah, oh, yeah yes. you guys are into it. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. For those of you who are huge fans of Nintendo, you might want to go have a look and see what games that you have. A sealed copy of Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64 just set the record for the most expensive game ever sold. It went for 1.56 million US at an auction. Damn. This record broke one that was just set last Friday for the same auction house. It was another Nintendo game, an unopened 1986 Legend of Zelda for the Ness sold for $870,000. I had that one. No, you didn't. No, I had the gold cartridge. 
No, I don't think it was the gold cartridge one. Oh, this one. is the gold one. Because they say don't go rummaging for, uh, through your closets for old copies of these games. That Zelda game was very rare. An original version, version rather, and only a handful were made. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying mine was worth anything, but it was a gold cartridge. Hmm. Remember that. In the case of the Mario 64, less than five copies are known to exist that are still sealed and in excellent condition. Hmm. There's got to be more than that that didn't sell, right? Every other think? copy sold and was opened? I guess so. Less than five copies. Yeah, you would think there would be a little more than that, right? Yeah, you would think. There's got to be some landfill behind Nintendo in Japan. They're just piles. Right, where they stuff didn't ship. What was that one game that... Was it E.T.? Remember we had that story in the news mm. where it was all those Nintendo... Oh, in the landfill. In the yeah, landfill yeah, right. because nobody wanted to play E.T. on Nintendo. Because mm-hmm. it sucks so hard, that game. what it's funny because we have one of those like um you know like where you can buy like the old timey game sets like for atari or whatever and it comes loaded with 150 games like micro snes yeah like stuff like that have you guys tried those tried playing them yeah it's terrible it is so bad it's a novelty thing you can't see anything no No. our tvs are too big for it now yeah everything really stretches out it's weird yeah we bought we got like the nintendo one and rachel got the sega when i was a sega kid growing up yeah Yeah. i've never been more disappointed (laughs) Firing that up. It's not fun anymore. No. You buy it and you're like, wow, cool retro. I think we went at it for like an hour and then put it down. Yeah. Uh, didn't we give it away? I thought uh, we gave it to your uh, your we, brother. We did give it away, yeah. My brother yeah. took it for his kids. And I don't even think they care about yeah, it. They probably played it once or twice and then they, threw yeah, it in the corner. They've got tablets and stuff with like way cooler yeah. stuff on there, like Minecraft, you know. I don't, uh, I don't blame them. Yeah, it you're just, uh, yeah. So, nonetheless, don't go looking, I guess, for these types of Nintendo games. You don't have them. Imagine kids watching videos of our uh, our old games. No. To what they're playing with now. They're probably like, what is this? Oh, they would think we were ancient dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, just, <laughs> like caveman drawings yeah. on the side of them. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and those were in the, only the 80s. That's yeah. not so old. Yeah, it is. It's pretty old. Yeah, it's uh, a long time ago. No, it's pretty current, it's right? Like 40 years ago. Oh, my God. It's like yeah. kids in the 80s talking about the 50s. It's a long time. It's oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way, that's terrible. Yeah, oh, my God. Little, I never thought about that. A long time ago. Uh. <laughs> this Mario game, is this what it's actually sealed in? There's a picture right up in the app. It looks like when you used to buy uh, a CD. Oh, and it has a locking case on it. Yeah. Yep. Remember how they used to sell us CDs? Yeah. With six feet of plastic connected to it? Yeah. Yep. Some big uh, scanner thing yeah, that you can't get out of the drawers. Drag that up to the till. Yeah. I remember being at HMV in the mall. Or there, I think there was a Sam the Record Man too upstairs at one point, mm-hmm. and you'd be going through them, and they yeah. were like three feet, yeah, of sealed with plastic one CD with in one it. CD. Yeah. In yeah, it. yeah, it's not like they put multiple in there. No, Ugh. they Weird. obviously did that for theft, but I feel like you could have just broken that CD out. Wow. You just need a longer jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the scanner we, goes off, run. We got around it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, for those of you uh, who have ever been on a flight and you've been seated near the bathroom, does it bother you that you get to see who's coming and who's going? Yeah. Who's heading in there? What's coming out? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. All right. Sometimes you can hear it. Like the, not the, the actual act in there, but you can hear the toilet flushing. Oh yeah. If you're up at near the front of the plane or the that. back of the plane, you yeah. can hear it. Oh yeah. Are you making eyes? Are you, I contact with the people heading in and I do. Yeah. I'm like, what'd you Let do Let them know that you know. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And they're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm when, looking and I'm not liking. When mm-hmm. someone's in an airport bath or an airplane bathroom rather yeah. for like five or more minutes, mm-hmm. everybody's like, 
Well, because you view it as competition. Yes. That's your spot. (laughs) (laughs) You come at the king? (laughs) Well, a British Airways flight was forced to turn around. It was heading from Heathrow to, to Dubai. And apparently the reason why it had to turn around was because of, quote... A smelly poo. Oh, no. no. It took the plane down? It took the plane down. Oh. Oh, the pilot apparently came on, made an announcement requesting a senior cabin crew, and that's when passengers said they knew something was odd. They say 10 minutes later, you noticed that there was quite a pungent smell coming from one of the toilets, and it was, in fact, fecal excrement. The plane had been airborne for just 30 minutes when the smelly poo forced it to turn around. The next available flight was 15 hours later, so they had to put passengers up in a hotel overnight did someone poo on the floor like is that why they took the plane down no here's what they say they said quote when you're up at an altitude the cabin has to be pressurized Mm -hmm. so the problem is that anything like that Mm. like an overly smelly poo Mm. becomes a health and safety problem because only 50 percent of the air is being recycled and cleaned oh which means you're sitting in poo you're sitting in poo particles yes great do they know which poo grounded the plane like, who's the poo culprit? I, they do. They're not calling them out in the news. Well, they should. They took a plane down. I thought that's what the news was for. Yeah, right? It was. Uh, well, this is the picture they put on the story. That's a big plane. Yeah, it was a big boy. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. A, it's a double-decker. Yeah, that's oh. a big one. That's a powerful log. Where did the poo happen? On the main floor or upstairs? They don't was it a fancy poo? They don't say. Hmm. Wouldn't they have two stories like this? Yeah. Is there an upstairs loo? Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's balling. I yeah, guess. we had one going to uh, Seoul, Korea. Seoul, Korea, and we were up top. Mm-hmm. We booked those ballin' seats up yeah. there, but we were so tired to take advantage of it, we passed out oh. and missed Sky Bar. Oh, missed Sky Poo. No, Sky yeah. Dinner. It was so cool. We got on this big double-decker oh, plane. The priciest nap you ever had. <laughs> it was. Well, we had been traveling. Uh, I think for like 36 hours or yeah. something. Or like, and treat we had, yourself. And we, yeah. hadn't, we hadn't slept yet. And then with like jet lag and the time and whatnot. So we had these, um, we had these really cool seats yeah. on the upper level. And at the back of the upper level was something called Sky Bar. Cool. And it only opened up after the plane, like the seatbelt seats or whatever. Right. So Crash and I, we'd get on board and it's, we're in Seoul and we're flying to Bangkok, I believe. And uh, we're like, yeah, Sky Bar, Sky yeah. Bar. Oh, it was oh, so so great we, we get in our seats and they come by with some drinks I'm like champagne yes please yes yes and yes. the plane takes off and then I remember landing oh <laughs> yeah it was like bing we'll be landing in 30 oh, minutes oh, oh. and we're like Skyward literally we look at each other we're like Skyward and we look and it's closed we're like oh. no <laughs> it was a beautiful bar like it a glass beautiful. bar it was all lit up with fancy lighting yeah. missed it we and missed it Sky Bar's just for you second deck oh. Oh. no yeah. anybody could go no, no, people downstairs can't go. Oh. Yeah, yeah. no, no, yeah. they put a chain across there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Laura. Kicking level. them back down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Got a broom. Get out of here. <laughs> the oh. sky bar is only for up top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, we, we slept through the whole thing. We missed it. We missed it. Oh, I Both wanted photos of me sitting by the bar having a cocktail. On the upstairs of a plane. Nope. I'll probably never get to do that Didn't again. Didn't you get up and go get some bananas or something? You That was on a different flight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sky bananas. Sky bananas. Great. 
They're in a nice little basket. Never had potassium at 30,000 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lived. <laughs> we miss Skybar, though. Yeah. 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 What a waste. Yeah. But the uh, bathroom up there, fantastic. Uh, and the seat's very comfortable to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are Sherlock Holmes, this, uh, this plane that got landed. Oh, tell me more. Uh, this text says that poo was first class. Oh. Because no way the sheep in the back were allowed to get out of their seats 30 minutes from takeoff to take a dump. Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Because First class they, can do what they want. You're right. The plane had only been airborne for 30 minutes when it turned around. Mm-hmm. That was a money dump. That was that's, a money that's dump. That's a money dump. Oh, whoever that, snooped that one out, good for you. That's one downfall of plus seats with WestJet. Here we go. <laughs> is the the bathroom at the front is not just for plus seats. <laughs> <laughs> Sm- I'm smelling poor people poo. <laughs> And I don't like it. <laughs> no, but I don't want to wait for the bathroom. Yeah. But WestJet isn't, like, they don't, like, uh, you know, unless don't you're doing. the fancy seats unless you give me a fancy toilet. No, but unless you're doing, like, the, what is it called? Their Dreamliner? Oh, the, yeah, the big Dreamliner. The big yeah. Dreamliner. WestJet isn't, they aren't fancy planes. Well, they call it plus. It's true. Well, and they do. Well, that's so they can charge the you more. The center seat has, a, 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 like, a cover on it. Like a big armrest? Yeah, it's a big yeah. armrest right, now. Yeah. A little table there. Yeah. You think it should be a toilet? <laughs> it totally should be. Yeah. I should have a curtain over my seats. Yeah, but it's like, unless you're on the Dreamliner, the WestJet isn't, you know, they're not, that's not a fancy plane. I'll just put up my own curtain. $600. Put up a GD curtain. Sir, what are you doing? This is plus seating, ma'am. I paid top dollar. Oh, this text here says there's nothing worse than sitting next to the drunk guy on a flight. Oh. Yeah. Because you know he's going to have the trots later. You know. Yeah. Because when you get up in the air. Or you all get uh, butt trumpets. Yeah. The, the, the pressurization of the cabin changes your insides. It hits you. It does. It hits you hard. It is wild because no matter what flight uh, that we've been on, you always get the waft of poo. Well, someone cuts a fart and then it just wafts through. I think people take advantage of that constant, the the din of yeah. just the plane sound itself. The whoa, 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 whoa. It covers up a lot of indiscretions. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think people sneak a lot more farts in than normally would. And you look around you and you see a lot of earbuds, headphones. Mm-hmm. You're like, eh, you it should be good. But you're not safe. No. You try and direct no, that air it. just right. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because if you smell a pungent fart, that pretty much means the guy in front of you or gal in front of you caught one, right? Yeah. Well, I remember I had that story a while, a while back. I remember because I remember people called in about it that when you fly, because your insides change, like you're more likely to have some problems in the tongue. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And also you are more likely to cry. <clears throat> There's something about crying on a on a plane that some people when they when they're in a pressurized cabin. Well, you did cry when you missed Skybar. Yeah, I did. I'm so <laughs> upset. But I think that that's just a natural like like it's just your body just reacts that way. Yeah. Uh, this says the high altitude and cabin pressure reduces oxygen, which causes dehydration. Mm. Yeah. And dehydration can affect your mood and uh, fatigue, which can make a person more likely to feel sad or become tearful. Oh, yeah. that's not good. Yeah, because I've cried on a few planes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've done uh, your fair share of tears. Yeah, I sure have. Yeah. You've cried in a lot of modes of transportation. I don't know if that's planes. <laughs> that's plane specific. Planes, trains, trains automobiles. automobiles. Yeah. <laughs> She's covered right. it all. You're right. I've cried on all of those things. You cried on the bullet train in Japan. I did. <laughs> I did. You're right. I cried. Today goes so yeah. fast. I cried on the, uh, the LRT yeah, here. Yeah, you've cried on the yeah. LRT here. Oh, I sure have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Plane, yeah. plane, train. I don't think it's an car. altitude thing. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. 
even on the way home from work. Rickshaw after the bar. <laughs> That's true. A jewelry company in Australia is making the news because they make jewelry out of your loved one's teeth after they pass away. Oh. Uh. The company is called Grave Metallum, and they do everything from necklaces and earrings to rings with full molars. You just send them the teeth, and they'll turn it into jewelry for you. Prices range from the hundreds to even thousands of dollars. They can also do it with kids' baby teeth. So if you've held on to your teeth or your own teeth, if you're into that. But the owner says she likes working with the teeth of loved ones who've passed away because it helps people deal with their grief. Now, there is a few examples of her work. I'd love to put them up for you guys, but hey, I can't. It's not working. Don't even it's bother. It's not working. Don't even bother. I'll give you a link. Um, they are creepy as hell. Look at these earrings. This is a whole set, Mars. Yeah, I know. You got a ring mm-hmm. with a tooth embedded right in the top. I see it. There's ah. a necklace with, uh, you see like the <gasps> long stringy part of the teeth. Yeah. The roots, I guess. And then earrings. Look at those beautiful earrings. Yeah, those are really bad. Those what little if- nunchucks are earrings? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. those are earrings. What would you do if, uh, like I got my baby teeth put together oh, in a boy. beautiful collection like this and presented them to you? Would I you would wear say them? you need to get your ears pierced. I need to get my ears and pierced. wear them yourself. This is a gift for you. Oh boy, it's a uh, it's metal as hell. It is metal, but it's terrifying. But it's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not for me. Ugh. Can you ask your 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 husband passes? You take him to the the, the morgue. morgue. I don't know. I got, or the funeral home. The funeral home. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And then, but you don't like once once someone dies in your home, like the paramedics come and get him, and then they take him. Yeah, they take him and they bring him to the. If there's nothing questionable, I think they just go right to the funeral home, and then you can just follow him there, and then you can ask the. And then you pick him apart, like a pick say, apart. Do you mind grabbing the teeth off him before you? I guess. Probably. I had no idea. For you, will they? Maybe I have no idea. Can can you request certain parts? Are you allowed to? Like, do it yourself? Yeah. No, I don't think anybody's going to go in there and... Because you're messing around with a dead body. Because that's a crime, right? Yeah. That would be a crime. Yeah. That would be a crime. A yeah, yeah. I don't know. How are you getting your hands on these teeth? Unless the they've just lost teeth throughout their years and saved them? No, I, th- no. they say this is from deceased loved ones. Maybe in Australia you can request teeth. I don't know if you can here. But you might be able to do it here. Like some of them, like the rings and stuff. Yeah, like Ginger was saying, it looks very metal. It does they, look metal, they yeah. They look like they could be something nice if there was a diamond in there, not a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, even look then. At this one. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Who would wear that? Oh. Let's say you had some gold teeth on like some money. Yeah. Well, they, they'll, they'll, they'll pull those, right? Instead of just... Oh, they probably, I don't know. They probably yank those out for their own personal Will collection. they, though? I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have no Scavengers. idea. Because your mouth is like uh, sewn shut, isn't it? Yeah. What? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah. I think it's all. I think it's all stitched shut. Oh God! And same with your eyes; they're all like stitched. And well, they don't want the eyes popping open in the casket. Well, who cares if your mouth opens a bit? I, I think everyone's standing around mourning your death. Run a little glue on their own, sew it shut. I think they. Uh, maybe they do like some uh, Coraline other mother. <laughs> maybe they do super glue now. I don't know. Oh no! Let me Google it. I never but thought I, about it. Yeah, I thought for sure they stitched them. You're right because super glue is not 100. percent Will eyelids just fall open? They might. Yeah. Oh, you guys don't even want to know. Oh. You don't want to know. Yes. Yeah. Mouthers, yes. Mouthers are so, so, so in shot from the inside. 
Eyes are dried and plastic is kept under the eyelids to maintain a natural shape. Oh, I don't like this at all. The eyes are dry. I guess they would dry out. Yeah. And, like drop in. Ugh. Well, yeah, without any drops. Yeah. No, oh, no. Yeah. Hmm. Good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's just cringing oh, over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so there you go. I guess if you do want to use the teeth for jewelry, yeah, you can absolutely do so. What about eyes? Well, the eyes. I mean, they're not going to remove an eyeball because it will decomp, right? Mm. Unless you've got a glass eye, they'll probably move that. What if you put it in a jar of like formaldehyde? Yeah, that's now you're getting weird. Okay, all right, yeah, all right, now, all right. now you're getting really weird. This is weird. just an open casket situation, right? They're not doing these to every. I would imagine they dead still body that rolls through. They probably still roll it through. Mm, I don't think so. No? If you're not having a viewing, or if like, if it's closed casket, yeah, they just it's, uh, yeah, it's a mess. Well, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a mess, but do they still go to the trouble of the picking out a nice dress or a suit if it's closed casket? Probably, probably some people do because they that's like into the coffin. that's probably I don't think they just roll you in. That's probably like your uh, for families is like oh this is your final final outfit that you're wearing, right? And so they put put you in something nice or put you in something memorable. It's more for the rest of your life than the day of your funeral. Pretty much yeah. for the whole time down. Yeah, there. yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Hmm. This is really interesting. I don't know if this is here in Canada because this is an American article. Yeah. But they said in America, families can ask for replacement medical parts back after cremation. So hip knee implants. Oh. If you don't get them back, they're often melted down and recycled for road sign car parts and other things. Hmm. Oh. But the family can request like you a, can ask for them a hip all. replacement yeah. and then you throw that in your, your trunk of memories. Yeah. No, oh, wow. Grandma's hip. Uh, Leah from Edmonton says, my dad was cremated. Yeah. We asked for his gold teeth and we got them. Oh, there you go. What do you do with them? Do you just put them in a little drawer or d- did you turn them into like necklace? No, I don't know. Or a ring. Yeah, Cash I'm not gold, sure. baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit the pawn shop. Huh. Well, who knew? Mm-hmm. Interesting little conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do something a little lighter. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we'll do something a little lighter. All right, a recent poll has found that one in five North Americans have seen a UFO before. So maybe a few people out there don't think this lady is nuts. A woman in London named Abby Bella claims that aliens abducted her from her bedroom a few weeks ago, and now she's in love with one of them. Oh, no. She claims she heard a voice in a dream telling her to wait by her window. Mm-hmm. So she sat there until the next night And then a flying saucer swung by And picked her up with its tractor beam Oh my and, god And brought her on board There were five aliens on it But she was really connected with one of them mm-hmm. The alien said he'd only take her home If she gave consent though So he was a gentleman about it So she's just laying there and she's like That's right And she wasn't ready to leave earth yet oh So they god. brought her back home 20 minutes later She says but now she regrets it Oh hello Oh my god look at you Hey. Oh, what are you doing? Ooh. Oh. I give oh you God. consent. Oh. This is all consensual. Oh. 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 Not sure what we just witnessed there. <gasps> no, I. <laughs> I'm in love. Yeah. <sighs> 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 <laughs> 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 oh, is this coming on? <laughs> it's the best I ever had. Oh my god, I love you! I love you! 
I'm not mad at this. Oh. No. Oh. 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 Whoa. I have like, no idea you're into it's that. Like, get back to Earth. <laughs> Away you go. Well, apparently Abby now says she's got an overnight bag ready and she's waiting for them to come back and do exactly what Crash just did. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. Oh. I would imagine it has to be out of this world, right? Yeah, I would imagine. It would have to be. It would have to be. Like, it can't be boring. It would have to be crazy exciting. (laughs) Aaron from Clairview says, I guess Earth Girls are easy after all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, see, getting um, brought up in a tractor beam Mm. could be fun. Mm-hmm. A tractor beam? Yeah, that's because that's how she says she got up to the UFO. She calls it a tractor beam? That's what it is called. No, mm-hmm. it's not, is it? Yeah. A tractor beam? It's called a tractor beam. No, it would just be like a space beam. Spaceship beam? No, no, no. It's a tractor beam when when a spaceship is able to beam down and then move you up. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what it is. Hmm. I had no idea. Now you call it a tractor beam. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Have you never watched like Star Trek or... Nah. Okay. A little too spacey for me. A little me. too... Oh. <laughs> Didn't sound spacey for you there? But, yeah. <laughs> this text here says, My dog is turning her head at Curiosity, listening to the radio. Yeah, I bet. Over Crash getting beamed up. Everyone in the building's doing that, too. They walk by, they're like, ew. Jocelyn in St. Albert said she just had that really loud in the drive-thru at Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yikes. Well, watch uh, out. Yes. So, just, uh... Watch out to the sky, I suppose. Mm. Tell what you're getting into. This poll uh, is uh, bizarre to me, but I have a feeling that it will relate to Canadians pretty hardcore. It was done in the UK. And over in the UK, people there are fairly polite. As a matter of fact, I'd probably put them on the same level as politeness as Canadians. Mm -hmm. So do you think that this holds true here? One in five people in the UK says that they will not hang up on a scammer because they feel that it's rude. Forget that. Another 20% will at least hear them out before they hang up, Mm -hmm. even if they already know that it's a scam. So 40% of people say that they will not hang up right away. Almost half of people who have fallen for a scam say the person who called them was really friendly and really polite. So if you don't want to be rude, probably doesn't make it easier because they're friendly. I just find if you shout into the phone, not interested and hang up. Then it's all good. <laughs> Not even a no thank you? Not even a no thank you? I'm just no. trying to think if I even... No, because they just keep powering through. Yeah. If you try to get a word in, they just keep powering through. I'm like, not interested. Click. But that's that's a sale. That's not necessarily a scam, right? Mm. Like that's well, just it could lead into a scam. To, so you don't want to take the chance. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not a chance. Because aren't um, aren't some of them auto automated? Like, because I get a I get a lot oh, yeah, of calls. There's a bunch of those. Yeah. I get yeah. a lot of calls throughout my day that I'm being arrested. Yeah. I get those. Um, I th- I, I get about two a day. Mm-hmm. Then they disappear for like 10 days and then they come back but are those automated well the those ones, ones are automated it's like this is the cra and you're like oh god and then it's like, like please hold for a yeah, representative yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. do you guys listen or talk to the no. scammers seems as as i hear it's automated and hang up but i'll throw a no thank you like if it's an actual person on the phone mm-hmm. yeah really kind of, you're right because they will keep going on that pitch oh, yeah, yeah. you gotta shut them down 
but you can still shut them down politely. You give them a no thank you? Yeah, no thanks. I'm good. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah, you. So that's Why are you nice. thanking them yeah. for calling you? Yeah, that's nice. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. You can call me back another time. Don't take me off that do not to call. Well, a woman down in the States named Jeanette Rees, who goes by JR, she's been a journalist down there for nine years, and she's currently a full-time anchor in Washington for Good Day DC. Mm-hmm. And um, she recently gave a scam caller a taste of their own medicine. I have got some audio here for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a listen to what she did to this scammer. And this scammer, by the way, is way more convincing than anything I think I've ever heard on the phone. Oh, okay. All I right. get why people would fall for it. She's down in Washington. Yep. But here's what she did. Remember, she's on TV for the news. Have a listen. Okay, so I've been getting really annoyed uh, with these people. Yeah, I'm I'm sick of them. So let's have a little fun. She's got a call coming through right now. Okay. Hello? Hello, I'm going to speak to Jeanette Reyes. This is she? Hello, Jeanette. My name is Jason O'Neill. I'm calling in regards to an outstanding warrant we have for your arrest due to an outstanding balance of your account of $2,792.33. Uh, I, I didn't know about that. Um, can I can I just pay for it now? Yes, uh, we can clear up this matter if you're able to make a payment right now with a debit or credit card of at least $2,500. Sure. Yeah, I um I have a card ready now. Okay, the card has your name on it? Yes. All right, and go ahead with the number, please. It's three, two... Good evening. We are live on television right now with an investigation into scam callers. We have the FBI on the line. They are tracking this phone number as we speak. Sir, what is your full name again? He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's not going to. <laughs> oh, that is good. So her video, of course, has gone viral. And I mean, I'm sure that guy on the other end probably crapped his pants. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many times uh, people say that, though. They're like, uh, you're calling the RCMP right now. Yeah. And yeah. do they hang up right away, or do they just keep powering through? Well, that's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Texas, if you like, as well, at 56789. Some people think really fast on their feet. Mm-hmm. And they're able to say, like, I'm the RCMP, or have you turned it around on these guys who are calling? Mm-hmm. Because that guy... Like if that guy called me yeah. and like said, well, you're going to be arrested and yeah, like yeah. was an actual person to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get why a lot of people would fall for that. Oh, yeah, exactly. It sounded good. Yeah. It yeah, sounded yeah. good because the calls that we get, are they not automated? Uh, well, we get automated ones and we get live ones. Yeah. Like I got like furnace companies calling me. I'm like, beat it. Well, that's uh, not a scam. I think that's advertising. That's a guy trying to make his yeah, living. I do kind of feel bad sometimes, but like they're powering through too. Yeah, I get it. They have a job to do, but I don't. I don't want it. That's cold calling, Crash. That's a form of marketing. Uh, I don't want it. <laughs> All right. I don't want to know if you're yelling at the furnace guys because they're just trying to get their jobs done. Just overall, if uh, if yeah, if you have uh, scammers trying to call you, do you yeah, toy with them? Absolutely. And mm. have you done so? Uh, maybe you convinced them that you were the RCMP. Uh, perhaps maybe you convinced them that. They were being recorded by, like, the CRA. Do you think you would be able to string one along? Oh, I think I could. You could? Yeah. How long? Are you just doing it to waste their time? You got, you're after yes. free. 
Yeah. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do a little toying. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. String them along to you, try and read that credit card number. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Do you think if you gave them just a random number that they'd be trying to punch in? They're like, it's not working on this end. <laughs> oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> you gave them like uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it could very well be. Mm-hmm. Could very well be. All right, if you've been able to toy around with these guys, give us a show. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. We're wondering, how did you toy with a scammer? Did you keep them on the line long? Did you cause them to lose their minds? Right. Uh, Mary says, hey, guys, I was having an argument with my son on the phone and all of a sudden an incoming call came in. I was very frustrated. So I told my son to hang on and I answered the phone going, what? (laughs) A guy was informing me he's from the CRA a day before I just got my tax refund. So I know I didn't know any money. I was already angry. Mm -hmm. So I lost my mind on him. I was screaming, don't you ever call me again if I owe you money. Come and arrest me I don't care (laughs) After about five minutes Of me yelling at him He just hung up the phone I'm sorry for calling Matt (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to know If you needed your ducks clean (laughs) Oh my gosh Are scammers like Are they punched Is this like a nine to five for them Are they going into an office Like we all do And are they taking lunch breaks yeah. and stuff? I've yeah, watched they, a few documentaries on it. Yeah, they just, there's a bunch of people grouped into a room and they just pound them out. It looks like or a call doing, center. Yeah. yeah, or they're doing them from home now. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, everyone just gets a. They get a box and it's just like an auto dialer. Wild. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we want to know from you guys with this study that um, people don't want to hang up on a scammer before they hear them out because they want to. They 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 think they're being rude, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Some of them though, if uh, uh, if you're like, oh, I'm driving right now, they're like, oh, sorry, and they hang oh, up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm like, oh, thoughtful, the kind scammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin's hanging on here. How you doing, Justin? Oh, good. How are you guys? I'm doing hey, pretty good. good. Uh, you've duped a couple scammers, right? I did, yeah. So remember uh, back probably about five, six years ago, they did the warranty one, where about your car warranty? Okay. Okay. Um, so they used to call and say, hey, your car's warranty's about to expire. You know, here's our, this is what you need to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Here, we need your credit card. So they called me before. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you guys called me. My warranty on my 1986 Dodge Colt. Um <laughs> I need it. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you're calling about my car. They're like, yeah, the most recent car you purchased. I'm like, yeah, my 86 Dodge Colt. <laughs> Amazing and warranty on I this. I love this. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they got all, they got all flustered. He's like, well, that's not the car we're talking about. I'm like, well, what car are you talking about then? Because you said about the most recent car I purchased. Yeah. And sure enough, then they hung up. And then another time they've called where they've said you want a trip anywhere in the world. Ooh. And I lost my mind, like, going, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever. I can't believe it. I'm so excited. Yeah. And then the scammer gets really excited too. He's like, well, where do you want to go? And I'm like, Antarctica. And it's silence on the phone. <laughs> I can tell he's trying to read from a script. And he's like, well, we don't go there. I'm like, you said anywhere in the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where I want to go. Yep. And, uh, yeah, needless to say, after uh, doing that to those guys once or twice, they rarely call me now. Oh, you got oh, uh, you got off the list? Yeah, off the list or uh, like limited, yeah. limited yeah. list. Yeah. Oh, that's how you do it. I, it is fun when you yeah. can uh, toy with them, though, eh? Yeah. Yeah, if you got the time to yeah, do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. good. Thanks, Justin. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, you bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Antarctica. See, I don't know if I think that fast on my feet. I think, well, I really do want to go to Hawaii. No. <laughs> Mars would be like, do you have Paris available? Uh, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, let's do uh, uh, Amanda. How are you doing today? Pretty good. Nice, nice. Uh, you were touring with a scammer, right? 
I do it all the time because I figure if I keep them on my phone, they have less likely chance of going and getting an old person and actually getting money out oh, of that's them. That's a good point. Oh, so you actually <laughs> get people to talk to then. Oh, I talk to them. I give them the uh, cops address on U-Built Drive and the Nolan's here. I give them their phone number. And once they go through everything, give me their badge number and everything, then I offer my badge number. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, you're doing, the, you're doing the cop route. Yeah, and one time one of them even yelled at me for wasting his time. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, you wasted my time. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. Oh, that is hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, you kept him for like half an hour. I'm like, oh, let me just uh, confirm that that great phone number here. Yeah, okay. And guys. It took a while, and I just kept them on there forever. Damn. That's amazing that they will go along with you for 30 minutes. I guess if they think there's money on the other end, why not? They've got their fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah, this one might work out. Yeah. Huh, there you go. Well, thank you for doing your part, Amanda. Yes, thank you, Amanda. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Do you think if they they can keep you on the line for, let's say, five minutes? Yeah. In their mind, is it like, yeah, I got you. I think they think they've got you. The hook has been set. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I wonder if maybe it's even sooner, like two minutes they got you. I wonder though too, I always assumed that every scam call was like super horny for my money. Mm-hmm. But if they are, if it's just, just a nine to five to them, like is the person making the call getting a taste of that money or are they just working for minimum wage? And do they care if we... I don't know. Is it like if you work in a call center? Yeah. Like, do you really care if you sell? Oh, I did not. Exactly. My two hours at a call center, I didn't care. Is that how the scammer feels? I don't know. I would imagine, though, if they can seal the deal, yeah. like the good ones probably make money. They probably get a little kickback. I bet you it's very small. It's like 0.01% of the, uh, the take. From the scam, but, but I bet who's you the company running them. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's oh, the I don't question, know. right? Like who's? I bet you there's tons of them all over the world. Uh, this text here says my brother-in-law once kept a telemarketer on hold for 20 minutes. Yeah, he accepted the call and then said to the guy, "Hey, can you just hang on a second? I'll go get my card." Yeah. Then he put the phone down and prepared the family's dinner, talked to his kids. <laughs> the phone just sat there listening to him talk. All he could hear was the guy on the other end yelling, "Sir, sir, are you there? <laughs> Hello." <laughs> that's funny too. That's a move. That is. Um, Southside Ben, hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing fantastic. Um, you uh, you tend to toy with some scammers on the phone, right? Oh yes, I love doing it. Um, it's like Mars, it'll happen probably once every couple months. They'll start calling me again, telling me that I performed fraud and the CRA is looking into my account. Yeah, da, 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 da. that's yeah, the yeah. one that I so get to. Do- Usually what I'll do is the first time they do it, uh, I'll I'll start off with like, are you sure this isn't a scam, blah, blah, blah. And I'll just mess with them a little bit and then they'll hang up because they don't want to deal with me. At which point I will phone them back and I'll be like, sorry, your phone must have cut out. Is this uh, Officer Jason... Right. I just want to let you know that, like, I'm very. I want to make sure that you know this isn't a scam. If it isn't a scam, I definitely want to pay this. So right now, I'm on my way to the RCMP. Can you just stay on the line and confirm your badge number when I get the RCMP so they can look this up? Yeah, yeah. They'll hang up, and so I'll phone them again. And usually, about the fifth time, sixth time. I'll get like a block number thing where it just won't go through anymore. Oh, they blocked you, and then you're like, finally, dealt with that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. 
so yeah, this like every every like two three months, this will happen, and every time. I just keep calling them back. That's a move. It's their own medicine. I'd be worried that I would get some weird charge, though, it's by dialing fun. them back. But yeah, funny. I'm glad it works for you, Ben. Thanks for yeah, sharing that. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Okay, take care, man. Bye-bye. Have a good one. You too, man. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, yes, I'm looking for, or my name is Officer Jason. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. You might know me from a few songs. <laughs> yeah. This text here says, I'll always ask Scammer for their credit card number so I can bill them for the use of my phone for their business. Mm. See how they like it. Go you, full reversey. Usually they hang up on me when I ask them that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I bet. Um, where are we at for time here? Yeah, let's fit a few more in here. Uh, hey, Shannon. Hey, Crash. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, how are you toying with the Scammer? So, I don't know if you remember, but a while ago, people used to call about um, getting your windows fixed. For your computer. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. I do remember that one. Yep. <laughs> so, like, this this company just kept calling, kept calling. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to mess with him a little bit. So he gets on the phone and he's like, yeah, so we noticed you haven't been using your, you haven't been using your windows for the past six or seven months. And we're just wondering if there's something wrong with it. And I'm like, actually, you know what? It's broken. And he's like, oh, okay, well, let's get that fixed. And I'm like, sweet. I didn't really contact anybody, but. Sweet. <laughs> you guys he's are like, a lifesaver. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, so you haven't been signed on and, and, you know, we just, we noticed that you're not using it. So can I get your IP address? And I'm like, what's an IP address? And he's like, it's the number at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So for some reason, there's a number on the bottom of my window. It must be from the manufacturer. So I read off this long number and he's like, no, that doesn't seem to be an IP address. And I'm like, oh, well, that's the number that's on the bottom of the window. And he's like... Oh, okay. So he tries it again. Anyway, I kept him on the phone for like a half an hour. And then I'm like, you know, I think this window is probably like a 10 by 13. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, my living room window. It has a crack in it. I was like, that's what you were calling about. And he's like, you're a bleep, bleep, bleep. And you've wasted my time. And I'm like, what? it was quite fun. Oh, absolutely. That is <laughs> that hilarious. That is hilarious. That's very yeah. funny. I love how when people, ha- when people keep these scammers on the line, they get pissed yeah, off. Yeah, they're the ones who get mad. Yeah, so mad. Yeah, oh, he called me all kinds of nasty words. I'm like, hee hee. <laughs> what a great one, Bye. Shannon. Thanks so much for sharing that. <laughs> Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> They're probably losing their oh, minds. absolutely they are. Oh, yes. man, that Without is golden. Doubt. All right, okay, we'll do one more on this. Uh, let's go with uh, Shelly. Hello. Hey, good morning. Hey, uh, you were toying with a scammer, right? I was. Yeah, uh, what was your method? So, so yeah, because I get them a lot, too, and it, it gets very annoying, but I just, it makes me feel better when I tell them to, you know, take a hike or whatever. But this one time I said, you know, why don't you guys just stop scamming people? Quit being a-holes and stop scamming people. <laughs> yeah. This guy, he got so mad at me. He was just flipping out, and he was swearing, and I'm like, wow, you are a professional scammer. And then he hung up on me. <laughs> Like, I guarantee he hears that all the time. Why would he flip out on you? I don't know, but I, I, I was actually taken aback because most times I just hang up, but I thought that was pretty hilarious. So I just, I kept, you know, going back at him and, and then he finally, he gave up and just hung up. But, but <laughs> Did they ever call you back or do you think he took you off the list? 
Well, I don't think I got off the list because, you know, like you said, uh, Mars, that they, you know, you get calls every other day, and then all of a sudden you don't get any, and then you get a barrage of them again. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't guess think you ever get off their list. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's but, no escaping that. But if you call them out, you get called horrible, horrible names. That's so, awful. Sometimes you need that. It gives you new energy, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, I, I feel good every time. It's like yes. <laughs> Want to join the show live? Live. Catch them weekday mornings, six to ten on one zero two three Now Radio. One zero two three Now Radio.